Fam, welcome back to the greatest Bi City podcast in the world. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas, and Louisville, Kentucky. It's the Weekly D Podcast. I'm your host, Danny G. This is my co-host, the incredible Kyle Austin. And today we are joined by a very special guest reigning in from Houston, Texas. He's a model, an actor, a social media influencer. And as well as an incredible up-and-coming singer and songwriter, it's my pleasure to introduce you to the short, short king himself, Gammy Gons. Person, I was like, oh, that was a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled a little bit, stumbled a little bit, but I got through it. <laughs> What's going no one on, has been Gammy? so nice. What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? How, how you I'm, doing this lovely Monday afternoon or Monday night? <laughs> it's definitely nighttime, fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it's somewhere. Somewhere is an afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. So you were telling us a little bit before the show that you were like, "Man, I thought it was Tuesday. That's how my Monday's going." <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's good to think it's another day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and the Isn't day's it? almost over. <laughs> no, yeah. it's nighttime. But welcome already. to the show. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you for having me. It's super great to have you on. Like we were kind of like listening to some of your music and kind of been watching it since we kind of first heard about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we like we love we love the vibe, man. It, it's it's really you. really cool. It's very very chill. You have a really great melodic sound, by the way. Like I said, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Thank, um, you, thank you. But kind of like I guess to kind of go in it, what what was kind of one of those big like inspirations that kind of led you into music? Like what kind of what kind of led you down that path? So I grew up in a very musical house. Uh, my dad, he's a performer. Um, <clears throat> so I grew up, I was the youngest of three. My sister is a singer, my brother is a singer. He plays every instrument. So I just grew up watching them, I guess, either, whether it was like my dad performing at his concert or at a party, everybody was just on stage. So in my family, they have a thing that if you're not, if you don't know how to sing, you're either play the accordion. You have these little kids just playing the, because uh, we're Mexican, so... When I say my dad's a performer, he performs Tejano music, like Norteñas, Cumbias. Yeah. So all the little kids, you see all the little kids playing the drums, accordion. Mm-hmm. I was not gifted for the, for the instruments. That was too much for me. So I chose a different route. So I guess growing up, it was normal for me to just see people on stage. So I felt like in my mind, I already knew that's what I was going to do. But I guess uh, since I just grew up with like Mexican, Spanish music, it didn't really hit me that that's what I wanted to do until... I heard like pop music. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with like uh, Chris Brown, Britney Spears, JT. And I feel like that was like the first time I was like around three, four that I knew exactly that's what I was going to do. So then I grew up and just, I guess I got older. So my music style just kept changing and changing until I found it. So mm-hmm. I'm all over the place, but just music was just always a big part. So awesome. I don't know what was awesome. that mark that made it like, okay, that's what you're going to do. But it's just, mm-hmm. I guess, in my blood. 
That's you know, cool. I think it's I think it comes a lot a lot a lot of times with just like that natural progression of the musician, right? Like yeah. when you're actually kind of starting, you like you said, when you first started it, you had this idea of kind of what you wanted, but as music changes and as time changes, you kind of go into it that's like, okay, maybe let me try this, let me try this. And then you kind of take a little bit of that each time as you go through it and you make something special. Um, and that's just something that kind of comes inherently in an artist. And I think yeah. it's awesome to kind of see that. Yeah, and that's actually sure. really cool to know that your your family's just full of musicians too. I think yeah, that's super neat. Yeah, for sure. We're very different. I'm like the black sheep. Um, oh, so yeah. everybody in the family, they're very, you know, Mexican music and me, I have like I'm the only one that does pop. So no one, I guess mm-hmm. no one understands it unless like the younger like sib like cousins, they're like, Oh, yeah, I like yeah. your music, but you never hear anybody else like say, Oh, I listen to your music because they do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess um we're very different in that aspect. Like I wasn't able to, I guess, seek advice from like my dad or anybody else in the family because nobody was doing what I was doing. So I had mm-hmm. to go my own route and like find people that knew what they were doing, like in my genre. So mm-hmm. right. that's one thing I feel like that disconnects me from them is that I found my own route. So I have to teach myself and vice versa. My dad was always there to teach us like anything related to that music because it's completely different. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um. With that being said, do you, do you feel like your family supports you quite a bit in, in your music adventures or do you think they just they don't try. understand it? <laughs> they try. Um, since it's just very different, I guess they're very old school. Okay. So for them, it's a little bit like, I don't know if I want to call that music, you know? Mm-hmm. So we had our, we had our battles growing up because mm-hmm. in my family is either you, it sounds horrible, but it's either you do Mexican music or it, you're not a musician, you know? Cause they're very yeah. like old school in that they yeah. don't think like pop music is music and I guess uh, when you hear like the kids growing up and they listen to pop music, mm-hmm. they don't like to listen to this Mexican music because they're like, that's not music. It's just where you're born and raised, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad, I guess, you know, he just gives you like the nod that, okay, cool, you're doing something, but yeah. not really, I guess, like going to my shows and things like that. And I don't really mm-hmm. invite them because I'm very like independent. So if I'm going to do something or succeed, I don't want it to be like handed to me because yeah. if I, I wanted to, I could go to my dad and get like his contacts and be like, hey, send this for me or, mm-hmm. or introduce me to this person but i just like mm-hmm. pretty much doing it on my own so you i don't think i'm that is you know awesome. i have a lot of friends my friends are probably my biggest supporters for sure yeah okay nice that's awesome yeah. that's, that's no. are, can i can i ask a question are you like yeah. a first generation uh mexican or me and my brother yes so yeah. my sister was born in mexico but she was raised here okay but me and my brother were raised here so i'm first generation i figured just hearing the way you were talking about your dad like i was like oh i relate to that because my dad's um you know he was born in mexico um he brought us here to the u.s well i was born in the u.s but yeah. it's just it's a different vibe being first generation because they yeah. really they learn as they go they, they i'm assuming he's northern as well like northern Sorry? mexican i'm assuming he's northern mexican as well yes yeah. okay that, yeah. that that makes sense yeah. i have a we have like a lot of family from like a, like acuna mm-hmm. okay like that nice. yeah in that area like my wife is my wife's uh technically first generation okay nice. again, her yeah. family yeah. come yeah. from like uh the piedras negras and a couple places like that too yeah um so definitely it's a similar vibe yeah. it, ju- in it terms just of makes like sense the structure. man because because like the parents don't understand what you're trying to do like when i started this podcasting thing my dad was the same way. He just didn't understand it. He's like, you're wasting yeah. your time and this and that. And now that we're having a little bit of success, he's like, oh, okay, you're doing something. Same. Yeah. yeah, that's my mom. So because uh, <laughs> when I was younger, because I, I was always been into acting and singing. Mm-hmm. So when I was 15, I was actually in this um, 
international performing arts where pretty much you go to acting school and then you go to California and you do this whole showcase. So it was pretty much like an acting oh. school where you like sang and dance and did all these things. And mm-hmm. my yeah. mom, even though I guess they don't want to support, they were still there and it was expensive and I was young. So they did pay for yeah. that. You know, they pay their support comes from money, you know, mm-hmm. okay, I'll support you by giving you this, but mm-hmm. it's different when it comes to affection or need of that. But uh, they do support when they think it's going somewhere. So like my okay. music now, I guess, I'm doing a little bit more numbers now and mm-hmm. people are starting to, I guess, know me more in the area. Now okay. she's like, oh, okay, well, you're going somewhere. So my mom's more like understanding. Uh-huh. Uh, then my dad, my dad's, I mean, he's not really about like numbers and success. He's just very about, he's more about talent and things of that nature. Gotcha. But I don't think he's really ever like fully hear, heard me sing because I never really sing in front of them. Okay. Is yeah. it because your, your style is so different that? Yeah, you, for sure. You, it's a comfort thing too. <laughs> yeah. Right now I'm doing uh because I'm working on a Spanish EP, so mm-hmm. I am including some part of like my Mexican roots in there. So that's gonna mm-hmm. be uh, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I'm awesome. Excited for that. What's yeah. it called? I mean, it's it's something that like I know is is difficult, but like it's something you should definitely be proud of. Like you've made yourself like a, your own lane in the sense yes. that like you know it, it even even without like that initial support, like long term, I think you'll find like that they will eventually kind of see it. And if they don't, then that's okay too. And that's fine. But, yeah, for but sure. you're kind of doing your own thing and, and, and people are noticing. And when people notice it, and as long as you specifically also like what you're doing, that's like the most important thing. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you don't like what you're doing, like let's say hypothetically speaking, you did get kind of pushed into more like Nintendo music and like you went down that route and you started doing it, but you didn't like it. And you just said it yeah. like it would have it would have been a lot more difficult for you to like feel comfortable with that than you are doing what you're doing now. Yeah, for sure. I think that's my biggest flag is that I'm doing it on my own. Yeah, I think it's awesome, than, like, actually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's super awesome, especially because, like, like you said, your your dad has connections, but you rather just build on your own. That's, yeah, that's sure. super honorable and super cool of you, man. Yeah, it makes yeah. me feel better because my brother, he actually, he's what he's of course he's more more well known than me because he plays for like this big bands. He plays the accordion and okay. he's a singer, mm-hmm. so he loved Mexican music, you know. So he was able to use my dad of course like um without trying to use them of course mm-hmm. so um i guess like that's just different if i would have loved it i think i would have done the same thing but it's just my heart's just not there yet one day maybe i want to do yeah. something like that one but day. not right now yeah that'd, be, that'd be cool yeah to see, to see as the style hop. and the culture change maybe you'll find yeah. a like find yeah, a place sure. where you're like okay i'm ready to i'm ready to jump in that that style yeah. of music yeah. like I know it take it take because I mean it took how many people like time was like country music's another example of that too like a lot of people were yeah. just not okay with the way that especially older older people in country just as like a comparison like really don't like the new country stuff they don't yeah for but, sure it's a big debate yeah yeah and the old and then a lot of the newer people that some of them like it and they have they pay homage to it but some of them are like it's not really my style it's not really my bag like I want to do my own thing and a lot of mm-hmm. those people find success like in that in that in that lane that way i mean you're getting a lot of people that are just doing something different like whether people like them or not like another a good example would be like florida georgia line like oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of people within florida georgia line like a lot of people in the country scene do not like them especially older country heads yeah <laughs> but they found a lot of success because there's a lot of like music that's changing within that scene like there would be in pop or there would be in like regional mexican music that's just going to yeah. continue to happen and they found their way into something that people also like yeah, um, it evolves, it evolves, and then it goes back, and then it comes, you know, yeah. it's everywhere, like, uh, Mexican yeah. music has, like, corridos tumbados now, which I yeah. I don't like at all, but it's a new generation that love yeah. it, you know, yeah. but it, it just evolves, yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're funky. Yeah. 
I, I can say that much. They they do sound a little a little off. Like, <laughs> a little off. bit for me for my liking. I bet yeah. they love it. I just, their heart is there. That's well, awesome. But it's just not for yeah, me. Right like now. to be honest, even newer corridos, they're just they're not for me. It feels yeah, like I can to dance them, but I just can't sing. There you go. Mm. <laughs> um, the wob. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, growing up, first generation, did you have any other challenges like besides trying to get into music? Do you, like as a child, did you did you feel any challenges or toughness or obstacles? Um, oh, for sure. Um, well, my, I guess my, to this day, I feel like I never know, I guess my Spanish and my English. I always knew more English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I, I talk Spanish, my parents make fun of me because I talk really, really fast. Okay. Unless like I'm on the phone at work or something, I, I sound professional, but it, it's just, it's, it's tough. You know, sometimes you mm. just feel more american than mm-hmm. your mexican family but then you feel super mexican compared to you to know the americans your friends and everything yeah. so i guess it was just an identity crisis i never knew where i fit in and yeah. i just didn't in either or and that's fine mm-hmm. um but no i mean i, I love where i come from so yeah. i never really had like uh in that aspect i guess mm-hmm. difficulties okay mm-hmm. okay yeah I, I, the only reason i ask that is because um I'm actually working on another podcast with, with immigration and stuff and talking to people that have immigrated and people that are, are first generation. Yeah. And I love asking that question because, like, for me, my hardest thing was I learned Spanish first and then I learned English. And mm-hmm. then when I was learning English, I moved to Mexico. So yeah. then I forgot everything and then I came back. And then, like, for, for two years, I didn't know how to read because I was like, well, you know, I was flipping and flopping back and forth. And it just it was hard to catch on at that point. Yeah, so, for sure. Me, I lived in Mexico for a long period of time just because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever re- uh, removed your tonsils, but mm-hmm. my tonsils just kept exploding. Like, it's, it sounds so nasty, but they kept exploding in my mouth. So I couldn't be in Houston because the weather apparently had a big um, effect on that. So if it was too cold, like I, okay. I couldn't breathe or if it was this, like I was young. So they would move me to Mexico. They would just ship me off every time. And then I would come back when it was hot. Uh-huh. Uh, so for me, in my mind, I did learn English first because my siblings were already older. They're like six years older than me. Okay. So then when I went back to Mexico, I didn't know that much Spanish. So then I learned over there and then I came back and I just talked funny. Because, you know, when you're from like mm-hmm. north, north Mexico, you kind of sing everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I came back and I was just talking funny. And uh, I was going to do like a example right now, but I don't want to embarrass myself, but I would talk so funny <laughs> and everybody would make fun of me. So then I went back to English. So it was like, uh, then I just mastered both, I guess, yeah. living in this house. Eventually, eventually you do, but it's just, it's yeah. a struggle when you're a kid. It is. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's definitely one of those things I struggle with. But we embrace with. the struggle. It's a, of it's course, a good experience. Of course. <laughs> you learn. As you should. As yeah. you should. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. Like, and it's cool listening to it. As somebody who kind of like, so to put in perspective, like ethnically, I'm half Mexican and I'm half like just a mix of white, just every kind of white on the other side. But I was raised <laughs> in a Hispanic household, but a Hispanic household that was raised Tejano in the sense that like they weren't raised with Spanish in the house. Um, the 60s were kind of tough, especially in places like Victoria, Texas, places like that. Uh, so my grandparents never, never taught me. Well, never, not never taught me, never taught my parents like my mom okay. and the sisters, how to speak Spanish, even though they spoke Spanish in the house for some kind of weird reason. Honestly, the reason was probably based in a lot of bad stuff, yeah. you know? And then over time, like 
we never learned. And so it was a lost piece of our, of our like generation that I, you know, had wanted so much to like understand. And, um, you know, that's something that like, as I've gotten older, I've been able to kind of pick up more like, and especially with my wife, like my wife being like first generation, like I don't speak fluent Spanish, but I understand a lot. And okay. like, what so do you I'll consider listen. yourself more? Uh, it's hard to what say because like, cause the thing is like, I mean, Danny knows, like when I was going through high school and stuff, like a lot of people would say like, you're too Mexican for like the white people, but you were mm-hmm. also too white for the Mexican yeah. people. Like there was times, and I, I don't know if you, maybe from, maybe from the opposite perspective too, I used to have a lot of like of my, my, my Mexican people like tell me like, you don't, you're not us. You don't look like us. You don't speak Spanish. No Sabo kid. Like, you know, like, it's <laughs> like, like, and it, it's all in good fun sometimes, but sometimes they were serious and they were like mean about yeah. it. Like, they're like, you don't, you don't fit in with us. We don't want you to be around. And yeah. it was hurtful, you know, especially seeing that my, like, they would see my cousins and think a completely different perspective, you know, just yeah. based on that, like somebody that's like really close, my first cousin to that. So it was, it was interesting, but I honestly, I found, I always feel closer, I guess, to my Hispanic heritage. Okay. Just kind of, just cause I was kind of raised more around it, but yeah. I have, I have been able to, and I was pretty like, I guess to be kind of truthful a little bit, I was a little bit um, abrasive towards my other heritage, like, because oh. they never really pushed, you know, anything on me. And I never got to really learn anything about the other side of my family. I really learned a lot about just that. I knew my like grandma, like country music and stuff like that, but like, there's no, there was not a culture around it besides just like the general family lines whereas like where I grew up like when I grew up I grew up like proud listening to Tejano music like things like okay. that like, that's what I, I grew up around that stuff like yeah. I don't know it was interesting so I, I definitely understand that just from like a different perspective I guess yeah my friend the, the one I told you she's from Kentucky she's one of my best friends her name is Mary she is she's half white half Mexican okay and we we give her a tough time, I guess, because her Spanish is, is not as as great as whatever as you know, more Spanish, but yeah. she's way more Mexican than me. Like <laughs> it's just like the food she cooks, the music, she's like mm-hmm. all about burritos and Mexican music. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you would never see that. Because uh-huh. she's from a girl from Kentucky, you know, her <laughs> mom is white and but she when I met her, I was like, Okay. So I guess I could see, you know, before when people used to say, Okay, you're too for the half white, half Mexican, so like mm-hmm. you wouldn't fit in. Yeah. But then she changed my mind completely because I'm like, yeah, she she takes the cake. She she's way more Mexican. <laughs> she's fully me. embraced it. Oh yeah, for sure. I love yeah. that though. Yeah. I love yeah. that though. I think it's awesome. Is she yeah, fluent? Sure. And she's pretty fluent in Spanish for the most she's part. Fluent, though, like, but you know, like I guess when you when you're put in the spot, mm-hmm. you just lose it, and you're like, it just sounds bad sometimes. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I'm like that too because I'm fluent in Spanish, but sometimes you just get nervous and you know, yeah, everything yeah. comes out like a nosabo mm-hmm. kid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and my sister-in-law, she is half Mexican, half Colombian, but she looks. 100% Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't know Spanish, and if she does, she's never going to try because in my family, they're very tough. Josh, mm-hmm. she's my brother's wife. Um, and she's just like, I'm not about to say something wrong and have everybody make fun of me. Mm-hmm. So she just decided to never speak Spanish. Oh, so she's no. like, full just English, but she looks <laughs> white, like fully white. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it works okay. for her. <laughs> I mean, just kind of that, that's stuff with the yeah. Mexican family, dude. You, you mess up one time, they're going to clown you. And oh, clown yeah. You and oh, 100%. Clown you. That sure. doesn't change in English either. They're my personal issues growing up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you mentioned you're doing a Spanish EP. I am, yeah. Um, what inspired that? I lately, I just Spanish music, like I said, because, you know, I said eventually I'll get there. It mm-hmm. just comes to be more natural now. Uh, 
because I was doing English for a long time and I kept postponing this English EP that never came. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was always ready. I always had like content to, because I've written like over a hundred songs. I want to say I've written and written uh, since I was like probably like 17 that I always had an EP to put out. But every time I was about to put it out, it just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. So I kept writing another EP and then I kept writing another EP, just releasing, releasing singles. And they just didn't go. They just didn't feel right. So then I would postpone it. And then I started writing one Sp uh, Spangler song that came out last year. It's called Craving uh, with okay. Chelsea Avina. Okay. And I did one single Spanish song. And it just felt so good. <laughs> like, gotcha. to, I guess, to sing in Spanish. Song, or, yeah. you know, like, it just flew. And I was like, oh, yeah. I like it. You know, I, I feel it. Yeah. So then I started just writing Spanish. And ever since then, I just can't write an English song right now. Because yeah. just everything I, just comes out in Spanish. That was a great song, by the way. Like, that oh, was one of the you. first songs I heard that was yours. And I was like, whoa, like, this dude is fire. I didn't Probably know what my to expect, song. you know, like, like, uh, when we heard about you, like, I, I really didn't know what, to, what to expect. And I was like, okay, yeah. like, let, let, let's see what he's got. So we started going through <laughs> your catalog on Spotify and I was like, dude, this dude's dope as fuck. Uh, but thank you. Craving was the first song I heard. And I was like. I definitely want this dude on the podcast. Like it was oh, such you. a good yeah. song. It's my yeah. favorite. It's probably what inspired every song going forward. It just put like a. Mm -hmm. It was the first time I, I feel like I released something and it just felt right. Like mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I think I know exactly where I'm going from there. Mm -hmm. So then I just released two English songs, and after that, it's just everything just went Spanish. So that's awesome. I'm really excited. Everything, yeah, and every song sounds completely different. Uh, mm -hmm. I have a song with CA that's coming out. I uh, saw. Excited week. to hear that. I by saw the you way. teased it. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah, it so, going to be like fully Spanish for that, for that one? Or is it like a little bit of a Spanglish kind of like? Like 60, 70% Spanish. Okay. Um, the, the reason is the first single is because it's the only one I think that, aside from Craving, that's um, kind of Spanglish, mm -hmm. but it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the EP. Gotcha. Uh, CA nice. does um, like, a, like two verses in Spanish were pretty cool. He sounds okay. really good. And then the rest is in English. But my part is very like wannabe pop reggaeton, but it's still pop. Yeah, uh, it's a very tropical song, so okay. it's really exciting because every song after that sounds completely different. I feel like they it's, just get better after that. It's got like the tropical influence, but it's not as yeah, necessarily a tropical sure. like like reggaeton. Yeah. Like it's it's its own thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So it goes from like tropical to and then to my verses a little bit where it could be on a reggaeton song, but okay. then it goes back to pop and then CA comes with the hip hop. So it's very like three genres in one. So it's, it's yeah, I'm so excited Dude, to hear this. This sounds, this sounds already like yeah. right up my alley. So I'm really excited <laughs> yeah. to listen to this. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm releasing a song every month until the EP drops. Hopefully that's April. That's what mm -hmm. I'm aiming for. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. I think that's a good, always a good goal. Especially yeah. like you said, you're kind of feeling a little bit more comfortable kind of feeling out like the music now and you kind of feel like you have it. And that's, yeah. I, I, that's such an awesome feeling when you finally feel like when you're working towards something and you finally like have that spark. You know, mm -hmm. it, it makes yeah. everything worth it. It makes those nights where you just get frustrated yeah. with yourself yeah. worth it. And, and I don't know, yeah. that makes me, that's super awesome for you, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, got, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to actually like listen to the EP when it does come out. Oh, like, thank you. Thank so, you. I hope you guys are it, coming to my show. Oh, March, right? When, March, March. Oh, you're going to be in Kentucky. I forgot you're not here. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what day in March? It's March 17th. It's St. Patrick's Day. So okay. I'm really excited birthday. for that. that that's Whose birthday? That's my dad's birthday. It's bro, I promise you that you're like the sixth person that <laughs> March 17 is her dad's birthday. So I feel like that's everyone's lying to me. Because <laughs> no, my, <laughs> my, dad, my dad's literally a leprechaun. Um, <laughs> he was Irish, mostly Irish, but he grows a red beard. I don't, it doesn't grow out red anymore, but it, that was like we always call him leprechaun because that's, cool. that's how yeah. it would come out. He was born on St. Patrick's Day. He's not short though, he's just he's tall, but 
I don't know. It's, anyways, well, regardless, let, it's not important. Let's play the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what's it called? Uh, March 17th. You're performing uh, at Warehouse Live, right? March 17th. Yeah, Warehouse Live for Minifest. We'll make sure yeah, to Minifest. showcase it, though. Yes. So that way you guys, that way you can see some people come and come, oh, and yeah. come see you guys. We'll make sure to like promote I, it on Twitter and I'm stuff a, as well. I'm going to do my cause... best to make it out there, too. Like, I'm excited yeah. Oh, for hopefully, that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll have a green beard. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> put it on Zoom so I can watch it. Put me on live. No, I'll, yeah, I'll come, for I'll sure. Come support. That sounds so, dope. Where, where can we find tickets for this? For whoever's watching and listening. Oh yeah, so the links in my bio. Um, okay. So it just pretty much you just select the artists that you're mm-hmm. interested in seeing, and they have really good DJs coming. So I'm really excited to just see them too. I just okay. like seeing other people. I get influenced from other artists. So sweet. Yeah, I'm more excited for the lineup than myself probably, but it's still exciting. Yeah. And uh, I think it. How often do you perform live? Like, uh, like how many shows have you done? Or I've done not actually. So my own music, I didn't start performing until last year just because i wasn't a performer i had like a lot of like little festivals mm-hmm. and then COVID happened and that yeah. just uh, blew just everything so it was i did like a virtual show and then uh when craigan came out we actually had like a little release party thing uh so chelsea mm-hmm. performed her her set and i performed right after her so that was probably the first time i had ever performed my songs which was okay. last year march so ever since then Oh, but cool. yeah, I'm pretty new. Wow, to, you're like, gonna be coming full circle. Yeah, that's like that's you're awesome. going from like oh yeah, like, yeah. your first time like coming yeah, back right. in March and coming back like that's, that's gonna be dope. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, so I would ask. Okay. Uh, sorry, Danny. Ahead, I, I would ask when it comes to influences because you said you do get influenced by other artists, and I know you had mentioned a few people like you know Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, got a few pop artists from back in the early 2000s. Uh, what what are some of your your bigger influences when it comes to your music? Like, do you have any like ones that would be like your favorites? Oh, um, so I think different influences. I guess when I write, so it's so different from when I for to get inspired. So when I write music. I think of Bozzy. The way he writes music, I think it's a vibe. Him and Fora, for sure. Uh, not Fora, I'm sorry. Um, I was like, Fora's dope, too. Don't worry. I do I love Fora. He's Fora's from yeah, Houston. Great but, song. Great songwriter. Uh, what's his name? Russ. Russ and Bozzy Russ, are probably okay. my favorite songwriters. Um, but uh, I like, I don't know if y'all know who Alec Benjamin is. Yeah. I, I love the way he writes. And, and my voice, I was very secure. Not insecure, but I always wish my voice was deeper because it, it's a very high sometimes for, for a guy. Until yeah. I met Alec Benjamin's music, he just made me feel, you know what, it's fine. Because he yeah. has a very, like, high-pitched voice and it sounds mm-hmm. like a very, like, kid sometimes, but he's, like, older than me, so I thought that was really dope. So he made me feel more confident about my voice. So oh, he's definitely one of my inspirations. Alex uh, but I'm very musician. 90s, so, like, Britney, okay. Christina, Justin, Chris Brown, those are still my old ones mm-hmm. in my playlist. I love that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. it called? I, I, I do think that's cool, though. I mean, Alec is, Alec is an amazing influence as oh, well. Yeah. Because I, him, yeah. I, I, I Built a Friend was the first song that I had heard from him, uh, which is basically, like, the song. Because I, I was also really interested in his writing. And, like, that's when I'm like, okay, I got to listen to more. But the, the, oh, he's, yeah. just, he's just got so many bangers. Like, so really, good. Really he's good so underrated. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For, for those sure, yeah. who aren't listening in the like, chat, definitely check out Alan Benjamin's music. If you oh, yeah. He's so good great. live. Like him and his guitar only on stage. And you just feel like the whole, I don't know if you've seen him live, but it's really oh, good. Mm-hmm. It's just like no. close to Ed Sheeran. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Because like, I've heard, I've heard both. I've heard Alec is pretty, because I've seen him on TikTok and stuff. And I've heard his, he's pretty much exactly sounds in the studio, which is crazy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nice. my inspirations changed though, a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of female singers, of course. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Melanie Martinez is. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, so she she influences a lot of like a lot of my things. So I'm really 
Okay. I think I could hear that a little bit in there. I, I okay. Really? Yeah. I respect that and like in some of your music. Like she's got a cool vibe. Really, oh, she's yeah. really, really she's really so pop. different. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's yeah. she's bringing something special to the pop scene. Yeah, and yeah. I, I took off because I always try to like find my identity. And a lot of people always ask me like why I use like a teddy bear for my music, why I use mm-hmm. this. And um uh, she made it more, I guess, understandable for me because I started using it before she even came out in music. Mm-hmm. But she uses like these kid things in her music mm-hmm. and they kind of like help people understand why I use the bear. So that was really cool too. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. That's What's interesting. We actually uh, had someone ask, like, what, where did the bear come from and, and what, what it represented to you? Uh, actually, on Instagram, we, we were going to get into this right now, but that's funny that you said that because it was one of the Instagram questions. Like, Oh, yeah, they always ask, and I tried yeah. to answer, I guess, because I use a teddy bear for either pictures or promotion. Um, I'm mm-hmm. actually mad because I always use a teddy bear for all of my album covers mm-hmm. or, like, single covers. Yeah. And this one, for Love Me For You, I didn't realize the sketch didn't include the teddy bear next to me on Mm -hmm. the cartoon. So I'm like, oh, damn, it just killed all of my, like, the list of colors. The continuous kind of Yeah, so, yeah, because I use use it as, like, to kind of represent childhood trauma in a way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, uh, it's the last thing, I guess, I'm holding on to, like, childhood, since Mm -hmm. I never really had one, I guess, like, for me. Um, I never really enjoyed my childhood, so I always use it, like, my music is very of tempo but behind the lyrics it's kind of like deep because i want to make serious music or music that's not so like that doesn't have like the best message but it doesn't sound like it's a bad message like the song you can bop to it but in reality if you dig deep into the lines it's not that it's not that mm-hmm. nice but you don't realize because you're bopping to it so that's kind of like my the thing i like to do if i wanted to write like a very serious or sad song mm-hmm. i don't want it to sound sad you know i want it to sound like you can yeah. bop to it and like pretty much like dance your problems away so that's like pretty much like my go when i make music oh, okay that's cool that, uh, that's interesting that you do it that way and yeah that, for sure yeah better to to dance than to cry so <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. i mean it's it's definitely like you said something that helps kind of get that out like for yourself too you're like it's a yeah. way for you to express yourself in a way that makes you feel completely comfortable and yeah. also it's something that like oh i think people would also like this music i could uh, you know i'm popping yeah. to it so why wouldn't they be able to? <laughs> yeah for sure yeah, yeah. and also because oh, yeah. uh I used to be called a uh, gummy bear in middle school, going high school. <clears throat> Sorry. So my name is, uh, my original name is Gamaniel, but no one knew how to say it. So they were coming gammy, and then mm-hmm. from gammy went to gummy, and then gummy bear, gummy bear. So the bear was always around me somehow, okay. whether it was in my name or whether it was in the music I was doing. So yeah. mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. That is cool because it kind of, it kind of, it, 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 it followed you in a good way and now and now you have like gammy gons as like the name so it kind of yeah. like you can't even kept like that little that little bit that little piece too that yeah. just like a part yeah. of you i think it's awesome and then the bear is like a nice like homage to like that as well i think that's pretty sweet as well yeah, yeah. that's super creative like to have thought of that and just included it and everything because you also included a gummy bear in in a craving the music video i did yeah it's yeah. almost around it we we're actually supposed to use this like giant bear hair that we have for our music videos but i completely mm-hmm. forgot to shoot that so we just <laughs> used the teddy bear at the beginning or the gummy bears i always try to add bears and everything i do okay that's yeah cool. I, like I, I like i'm that. gonna be looking now for yeah, just like bears for and for videos and stuff like that yeah well, that's pretty that's freaking dope. cool yeah. well i noticed something else behind you uh and we, we talked about it before the show but i noticed you have chucky over there kind of oh, hanging around with child's play so i gotta ask are you are you a horror fan like oh for sure yeah uh, at work everybody's like creeped out by my chucky obsession 
or <laughs> all my friends actually no one no one likes that i like chucky but <laughs> yeah it, it is a respectable it is a completely respectable thing to like chucky oh i love child the child's play movies are amazing like, yeah, well, not like Chucky, most of the child's play movies are most of the child's play not the last two before the series those two yeah. are trash but i like every other one i heard the series is great by the way i haven't i haven't amazing. seen it yet i watched so, okay. it live and then i would i watched it as well on streaming services for a little okay bit. okay so i'll ask so so you like so you like chucky for sure what are, what are a couple other like horror kind of icons that you have like when it comes to like when you're when you're watching horror movies and yeah. is there any way like that that have those kind of influences that would ever enter your work when it comes to like your music videos and things so uh yes yeah. so uh, i have a song called afraid of um and that uh, that wasn't the last one it was the one before that last uh and that's featuring iris this really good artist too from houston so that kind of got inspired because I was I was uh, in, excited because Screen Five was gonna come out. Yeah. So I'm I'm a huge Ghostface fan. So it's like Chucky and Ghostface are like right there next to each other. Um, so I guess it just depends. I don't know. I don't think Chucky has ever influenced any of my music, but Ghostface did for sure. I think that he had a big part of it. So I don't I don't know if people realize, but in the single art for Afraid of the Dark. Uh, there's two kids, which is me and the other artist, and the single cover behind is like a ghost, and it kind of looks like ghost face, but not really. So that yeah. was important too because I re- I really like him. That's awesome. Oh, that's that's cool. a cool yeah. homage. I, didn't, I, didn't I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I love him. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, uh, being a horror fan, I I fuck with that heavily. I oh, yeah. I I, yeah. I am just an absolute nut for everything yeah. horror. Yeah, and songs I like. I can't watch Saw. Okay, one. I can't watch Saw. I, I, I cannot get through a single movie of Saw just because it's too gory. And it's too like, gory. It's too much. Because yeah. even Michael Myers is too gory for me, but I'll watch it just because I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'll watch those, but they're, even those are too gory for me. I but the classic first Halloween, though, it's really hard to beat that because there's really oh, no yeah. gore. There's really yeah. no gore in that one. Yeah, I love and that. It's I love actually that super scary. Yeah. What's it called? Totally. So that's, I don't know. That's I think that's awesome. I love, I love a good, like, I'm a big fan of slashers too, like, specifically. Oh, yeah, so, for like, sure. Ghostface, Child's Play. Uh, like Hellraiser, you know, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like Freddy Krueger stuff, like that's all, all of my alley. Yeah, last year I, w- I didn't know what to choose. I wanted to be Ghostface or Chucky, so I was both. So for half the day, <laughs> like I half and to- half. Yeah, no, I went to a oh, party okay. first, and I did. I kind of, um, I had most of the Chucky set, but I had to create like the shorts myself and things of yeah. that. So I went from Chucky from the day. I actually had three costumes. One for work, which was like a superhero. I had to be peachy, and then for Chucky, I had another one, and I took it to a party. And then I came back home like at 10 to switch mm-hmm. to my scream costume. And then I also customized that one. I don't know mm-hmm. why I always have to add Mexican boots to everything I wear. So <laughs> I, I slit the, you know, has like it's like a long like yeah. dress for scream. Uh-huh. So I cut it all up and I put Mexican boots on, like white boots with a nice. so it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one you have on. I awesome. awesome. <laughs> What's yeah, it called? That was yeah. That's the one yeah, you have on your Instagram, right? Like the picture of it on your Instagram? I do, yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. stalked your Instagram for a little bit to, to kind of figure out who you were. <laughs> <laughs> and I changed it a lot because then I'd be archiving things and then I put them back and then I archive uh-huh. them. It's just... that, that, that's why uh, when we started the podcast, I said you were the short, short king. Because every other picture of you in shorts, they're like little tiny shorts. And I, was oh, like, oh, I, got... I thought you meant short king. No, I was like, no, no, no. I didn't know I'm short. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, okay. That I thought you were six no, I do. I do wear shorts a lot. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Well, I, I also am, I also am a fan of short shorts. I love oh, if yeah, I can same. wear them. Like I cannot wear them right now in Kentucky because it's cold as <laughs> That's shit. That's cold. Yeah, same. Yeah. I still wear but... them and it's freezing over here, but I still wear them. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I, 
dude that's intense like i work yeah. outside and i i can't do shorts right now it's too cold way too cold. oh yeah and i go to the gym um like right after work every day so mm-hmm. i i just can't work out in pants so i'm always have my shorts on if i go out if it's I a bar i have to have my shorts on yeah okay yeah I definitely understand that. I'm, yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. I can't like I've tried with pants and like your whole everything just feels like yeah. Gross. It just feels After weird. Just, yeah, like, sure. yeah. If if I so, you know, if I was if I wasn't secure, I probably wouldn't wear legs uh, shorts because sometimes you know I don't know if mm-hmm. I have to work uh, leg days. If I skip leg days for a long time, I won't wear shorts. But gotcha. Amazing legs, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like I said, I stalked your Instagram and I was like, damn, this dude like works legs out every day. I do. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think legs. I ever not done legs for sure. Yeah, somewhere or another. Yeah. So are you are you really <laughs> big into into fitness and like staying healthy? Oh yeah, I used yeah. to be four hundred pounds, so I cannot not do like no healthy. Yeah. Really? I was a big boy growing up my whole life. <laughs> yeah. No I'm not four hundred pounds. I was like three hundred something. I want to say four hundred, but nah. I always exaggerate. Is a Mexican <laughs> in me? <laughs> yeah, but I was I was pretty big growing up. I don't think mm-hmm. I was ever thin until I was like probably like after high school like at 21 where i was like yeah i can't do this anymore so i started hitting the gym every day mm-hmm. and i just lost all that weight did you uh become like addicted to the gym and to working oh out? yeah yeah i would go twice especially when i was like i think the age of 21 to 21 and 22 it was a little bit too crazy because i would wake up at four and i would go run and then like work out and then i would come home go to work mm-hmm. and then after work i would go back to the gym and then wake up again at four it was it was crazy because i was oh, like, you're in two either. days you're yeah it. it was i guess since i was younger Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm still young, but I was younger and health wasn't really like, I just wanted to look good. I didn't care about my health. So I wasn't doing it like the right way because I wasn't gotcha. eating, you know, so it was, it was yeah. pretty bad. It got really unhealthy because I went from 300 something pounds to like 160 in less than a year. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So after that, you know, if you lose it the wrong way, it's going to come back. So then I started, yeah. I had to like, you know, snap and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I can't be doing this. So, and I started, I just felt weak. I was always weak and sleepy. So Gotcha. I have to do something about it. So now I'm I'm a little bigger than what I was a year ago, but I'm, 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 I'm mm-hmm. good. Man, you, you want to <laughs> well, send us your though. fitness plan? I need yeah. to figure out how you went down to 160, bro. <laughs> oh I'll, yeah, I don't, I don't. I really don't understand. It's crazy because I only know by Snapchat, like uh-huh. you know how your memories. Uh-huh. So I look back at two, uh, three years, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like my face was so small, and I just look very small, and I, I feel like I feel sad because I'm like, damn, you know. The insecurities in me, I wish I looked like that, but I knew it wasn't healthy. So, yeah, well, you look super yeah, in shape you, now. I mean, yeah. like, you definitely Thank like, you. yeah, like, I mean, you, that, like, me and Danny are both chubby we're, we're, we're big so, boys. Yeah, <laughs> what's it called? Not, not what's it called? I was a uh, I was a very skinny kid, I was 150 for like the longest time, and then college, you had your turn, alcohol comes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh, happens. yeah, oh, yeah, that's my biggest, that's my biggest. I stopped drinking beer, so the, the time mm-hmm. that I stopped eating meat and chicken, which was november december i oh, stopped okay. drinking beer so i haven't had a beer since i've had liquor for sure because i'm a liquor yeah. person i cannot not do liquor but it's so i haven't had to cut that though well, oh well, yeah beers like i we i'm, I'm somebody who yeah. would drink beer like we, oh, we used yeah. to drink beer every podcast beer. Like, yeah yeah we were doing it sometimes so, weekly sometimes two times a week mm-hmm. so we were like and not, not to mention like i would go out with my, my friends and stuff during the week and whenever i go to my whenever i go to my suegros like we drink the pretty much the entire oh time. yeah especially in a mexican family oh yeah, yeah. for sure you it's, just it's, can't. Yeah. You start drinking at 14, 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes Budweiser. Exactly. So we're drinking a lot of Budweiser. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, exactly. that's pretty much like his go to. It's that or like, I forget the, I think they're called, 
Benitez. I forget what they're, they're like. They're from. Barrito, like, um, yeah, yeah barriles, barriles, barritos. Yeah, barritos, barritos. they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. They're those really smooth beer. Yeah. It tastes like Corona to me. Corona Modelo, one of those two. A like little Modelo. Modelo. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Modelo. Yeah, I'm a Corona yeah. Modelo person. Yeah, a little bit okay. of lime, a little bit of salt, nice. good to go. Oh yeah. oh yeah, just don't offer me a Bud Light. I'll drink anything that's not a Bud Light. That's same, it. same. You know, same. I was in a fraternity, like going <laughs> in college, so pretty much any beer you give me, I'll probably go drink it. Like I'm just yeah. like Keystone like Light, Natty Light. <laughs> yeah, I drink anything honestly, especially at a point where you're already there. Just yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. We gotta keep the buzz going. So, I, uh-huh. I can, I can do everything. Do you have okay? So do you have a liquor that like you can't do? Like which is 100 a no go? Because like for that, me, yeah. vodka. You, I did, you have a bad time? did you have a bad time of vodka oh, before? Oh, God. Yeah, because, you know, when you're younger and you're in high school, you want to go to clubs, but you're not old enough. Yeah. So you would go to the clubs that let you in and just put the X, but you would still get liquor somehow. Yeah. It was always vodka, like Ciroc, vodka, and it was just, like, really long nights, and now I can't smell it. I just, oh, a shot of vodka Ciroc. would kill me. Ciroc is awful, too. It's one of those, like, Horrible. it's one of the... It's one of those like liquors that's like super expensive, and you're like, oh, this is like this is like top shelf liquor. No, it's trash it's vodka. It's trash, it's trash it's vodka. And you don't realize until you're older, because I yeah. really thought I would drink some some bougie shit. Yeah. If you <laughs> jump, if you jump back into vodka at some point and decide you want to go that route, kind of slowly, Tito's is the way to go. One hundred. Oh, see, that's different because I can do Tito's. Tito's. Good. Yeah, Tito's, Tito's is yeah. smooth. It's yeah, like, I can do Tito's. Yeah. Tito's are deep eddies. Like both of those yeah. are good. Yeah. Deep eddies more for like the flavored stuff. Like they have like their mm-hmm. sweet tea one, and then their their grapefruit one is super yeah. fire. No, but yeah, and I then tequila that. will get me in trouble. Tequila, I'm very transparent <laughs> when it comes to tequila. Like I'll just start, I just start talking. My, you're like you become a therapist once I have tequila in me, you know. But, <laughs> but and then dark. I, I never go to dark liquors no. like Hennessy mm-hmm. or things like that. But I am a whiskey person, so like okay. Buchanan and people Ooh, don't well, consider that whiskey. For yes, me that's yeah. my go-to, yeah. dude. Cranberry and whiskey and if you can, that's my goal. My, that's my, my goal to go. That's a great combo. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've never tried that one before. I usually well, just you do get that. Really? Oh, you get the yeah, sour notes of that. Yeah, I yeah. Usually... Cranberry and Buchanan or pineapple either or. Ooh, it's a spot. I'm gonna okay. try that. I I'm I'm more of a uh, Buchanan's and Topo Chico with a splash of lime kind of guy. I, I can't do Topo Chico, uh, but I mean I heard. But, but I do if if it has cranberry and pineapple. Oh, yeah, I just edit okay. it, but not by itself. Okay, yeah, no, I I'd switch to that because I I ran into a problem where Buchanan's wouldn't get me drunk anymore, so <laughs> so nice. I had to mellow it out, you know, I had to balance it out because I was drinking way yeah. too much of it. Yeah, but, uh, I, it takes a lot for me to get drunk now. I feel like back then, like two beers, and I was like on like just out out yeah. there. But I feel like now I'm always the last one to get drunk, and it kind of bothers mm-hmm. me a little bit. It's scary because sometimes. you waste you waste more money. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, in my goal, if I go out, it's because I want to get fucked up. I don't go out yeah. just to you know to it's a social go leader. out. Like I want to yeah. get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's I the go, yeah, that, yeah. That's me all the way. Like when I go out drinking, I want to go on an adventure. I want to get yeah. like, oh, face drunk and just see <laughs> where I'm toxic. That's my toxic trait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a respectable toxic trait because it's yeah. a toxic trait I, I wouldn't change it. I used to, <laughs> so I was asking that question because it just it gave me flashbacks. Uh, so that the, the alcohol I can't drink actually is whiskey, uh, not not normal whiskey, but like specifically the Honey Jack Daniels. I got so I hammered off honey. I drank an entire bottle of it by myself one time, oh, no. mm-hmm. and I got so sick that I was sick for like three. I got alcohol poisoning. I was sick for like three days, and uh, to this day, to this day, and this was in co- this was in college. So this was like five six years ago. Like mm-hmm. I cannot, I can't smell it. I can't oh, smell it. Yeah. Like, it is yeah, yeah, I can. I know what you mean. That's me with vodka. Yeah. We can't even think about it. 
Yeah. Especially like that guy named Sarah. I was like, you, I was like, you poor, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was eighteen. I was there partying mm-hmm. with Ciroc bottles. Choose your flavor, any flavor you want. Oh, there you go. go with the app, apple, apple oh. Ciroc. If we're gonna go, if we're gonna go Ciroc, it's one hundred percent apple. Mine was a peach. I love. The okay, peach, peach is good day. too. I, I've never yeah. been a fan of apple flavored alcohol, like at all, bro. My first, I used to my, drink the apple beers. You remember the apple beers that were yeah, oh, yeah. for a second? The reds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Angry Orchards and stuff, too. Mm, those, yeah. those are pretty good. Yeah, I used to drink a lot of those. I used yeah. to drink a lot of reds, apple ale, and stuff, too. Yeah. Same, yeah. I, st- I, st- I would st- If they still made those, I would still make. I would they, still they, make them. They, have them, they have them in specific gasoline stations, yeah. but not not always. Or at least they have the non-coms. Yeah, so yeah. cool thing if you ever do go and visit like kentucky like if you ever just want to join your friend and go visit i don't know if she has family up here or anything anymore but tennessee going into kentucky actually has great cider so like it's mm-hmm. it's a little different from what like it's like a red apple ale it's less beer like and it's more wine like in the okay. sense that it's oh. yeah so if you so if you like like wine but more bubbly mm-hmm. wine that's what it's like but it's like apple flavored some but there's a place in uh it's called pigeon forge like tennessee smoky mountains that area mm-hmm. um in like Gatlinburg, they have this place called Tennessee Wine, uh, Tennessee uh, Tennessee Cider Company, and they have this blueberry one, and it is so good. Oh. Like literally, like you can mix it, you can have, drink it by itself, and it's like it's still pretty. It's like eleven percent, I think. And then you can also like you know put like a little whiskey in there or something too to make spice it up, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. That sounds like a great time already. Yeah. I'm already visualizing Hi- it. Highly recommend. <laughs> highly recommend checking out Tennessee Gatlinburg area too. It's 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 oh, just man. a cool vibe. Oh yeah, I love anything that's, that's similar to wine. I love wine. Do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I can drink wine. Ryan Fridays were a thing with me and my sister. We, went, we used to live together in Elbridge, <laughs> mm-hmm. so every Friday we would just have wine. I, I just love nice. it. Nice. It's like it's like guy. it's like being it's like being high. When I drink too much wine, you just up there. It just uh-huh. feels like you get that light. You get the light drunk. It's like yeah. a very yeah. like diff- it's a head it's a head drunk. Yeah. Completely yeah. Not the next day is horrible, but during the time it's like it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, wine, wine drunk's fun. Wine drunk's fun. Yeah, it is. But champagne and drunk the next day is the only thing that gives me hangover is champagne and and wine. I cannot drink champagne if I already drank liquor or Uh beer or anything because if I just mix one, like, glass of champagne, that's it. I'm getting fucked up. I think I it's the sugar. It. I think it's the sugar and like wine and champagne that doesn't mix well with I, alcohol. Yeah, because I can drink champagne, um, like just by myself, drink cups and cups of champagne, I'll be mm-hmm. fine. But if I mix it with any sort of liquor and just have one, that one mm-hmm. champagne will fuck me up for the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah, no. I, and it's I, not I, just I me. I told it. I told everybody to pay attention to that. And since I said it, everybody starts realizing that that they the time they realize that when they got fucked up is when they had champagne. Because yeah. you know when you get a section, they bring you the champagne bottles and. Uh-huh. And they have that one, and they realize that that's the one that fucks them up. Is it just it's the sleeper, man? It's yeah. the sleeper because you're not expecting it, and then because yeah, exactly. it's bubbly, it's light, right? It has these, these flavors that you're like, oh, okay, like I'm I'm basically drinking brunch, right? Mm, I'm having yeah. a little bit of that. The only thing I'm missing is the orange juice, and then you realize, <laughs> oh no, that's like fifteen percent. Like you just drank like the equivalent, oh, of, like, yeah. three four beers. Like you're gonna you're gonna yeah. feel it very quickly. Yeah, it's like having like, four Trulies after all those beers. You're yeah, done. 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 That sounds like a good time. <laughs> that is a good time, but the pool shit. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for summer now. I can't wait for summer. Same. It's gonna be so Same. sick. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I hate well, the cold, I, so I'm always ready. I can't wait and to float I, the river, man. I'm ready for the summer vibes from your album too. That's gonna be for yes. your EP. It's gonna be super sick. Like I oh, like yeah. the idea of like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you get to listen to your music, a little tropical vibe. Oh, yeah. I can just yeah. already imagine that it's gonna be a vibe. Probably. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the, the, the timing of them is really good because I feel like the one from March, it comes out on spring break. Right before yeah. the mini fest, I think that one's going to be 
a, isn't it be like a hit for some people? Yeah. Like they're gonna really gonna Fuck like that. Yeah, one. yeah. Hell yeah. No, we're we're gonna push the shit out of it too. Like as soon as we see a drop, we're gonna start sharing it everywhere. Ah, uh, thank you. And yeah, we're gonna be watching sure. it very closely. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna be waiting for it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to go to your show. To be honest, I haven't been out for St. Patrick's Day in a very long time. Same. Because we're my first time going out in a long time for St. Patrick's. I'm yeah, excited. Because last time I went out for St. Patrick's Day, I got banned from the pub in, in Stafford. <laughs> I'm banned from what life. Pub? The pub? The pub in Stafford at the fountain. Stafford? I live right by there. I live Bro. like a few blocks. Okay. So I go there a lot for karaoke yeah. Mondays. <laughs> I, I'm banned for life from there. I'm not allowed. My pictures are you? back. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Not got, the pub. Yeah, dude. I, I got I got a little too wild on one St. Patrick's Day. I went to go watch Who Was Think. Don't even remember seeing them, but I was there the whole time. But, oh my uh, god! Apparently, I got so drunk I started grabbing the the trays of Jello shots that they were passing around, and just taking the whole tray at a time and passing it out to people and throwing them. And I I got escorted by the police off the premise. So they banned you for being generous. Wow! Yeah, yeah you should have seen the tab I had after that. <laughs> the reason was oh. him. You know, if we're talking well, about they made you pay for <laughs> Yeah, I paid for every single shot, dude. <laughs> How much is that um, costing? It's about a twelve hundred dollar time, you know. Oh, still gross. Oh, no, sir. Gross. Yeah. Like it, you watched Tuba Stank, I kicked out of the bar and the reason was one hundred percent you. I'm just gonna say Here's the thing. I, I I learned that day I can never drink uh Jaeger again. Cause oh, I love Jaeger, bro. I love Jaeger so much. Like I, I, I don't even, think I've ever had Jaeger. I even so, smell Jaeger and I black out. Like as soon as I smell it, I'm out. And uh, how do you feel? How do you feel about licorice? Like, are you? Oh, like, I hate licorice. I can't. Okay. I can't, I hate like it. So that's the thing with that's the thing with Jaeger. Jaeger is a oh. licorice flavor. It tastes like cough medicine. Very. It's it's very syrupy. Like so the shot, you, the green shot. Um, yeah, it's yeah. more like it's a really dark shot. A, so when you do it, like when you have like Jaeger, usually it's accompanied with something bubbly, like Red a Red Bull. Bull. Yeah. Well, I think um, I know. I think I've had. I think so I've if, had you had, if you had a Jaeger, a Jaeger bomb, where you see this dark liquor, you pop it uh, into the, into the drink, and you just whoosh, yeah, you know, Jaeger, they're great. They're awesome. They're fucking horrible. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're they're not. Horrible. Horrible. They taste Jaeger like bombs, Vegas well. bombs. Like just give me all the bombs. Vegas like. bombs are awesome. Jaeger bombs are they're horrible. But yeah, Vegas bomb I can do. I can do Vegas bomb. Yeah, but yeah, I got That's way cool. too drunk on Jaeger and uh, green beer and uh, ended up going a little crazy apparently. And yeah, I'm banned for life from there. I wow. Dude, I'm going to bring bring huh? them back, Gammy. Bring them back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Bring beers. St. Patrick's Day. Let's go. Let's last go. my party in St. Patrick's Day was probably in Austin for Sick Free, which was not a good experience either. Nah. I got chased by uh, a cop wanting to arrest me. But I was like, no. Oh, my God. I was just having a good time. I, I got uh, a funny story. Um, we went out for Austin, and we were in Sixth Street. And I when I when I would drink a lot, mm-hmm. I'm not an aggressive drinker. I just mm-hmm. laugh too much and I just want to like keep partying and dancing. So I'm trying to keep my vibe, you know, kind of like I'm sick. Yeah. But um, I was drinking a lot and then there was a horse. And you know how in, in, in Sixth Street the cops are on top of horses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Which is so weird. The me would never, I would never do that. I don't know what was in me, but I was trying to touch the horse <laughs> and then the cops slapped my hand and he said, don't touch it, you know? So I don't know. I, I guess I didn't know it was a cop. So I, I slapped his hand back and I was like, don't touch me. Like, no, whatever. So I slapped his hand. And then he was getting ready to get off his horse, you know, like I touched man. the cop. Uh-huh. So then I was like, oh, you didn't catch me. <laughs> so I started running. And then my, my friends were like, no, 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 he's drunk. We're sorry. We're sorry. So then I guess he was like, just get him home. So I started running and I kept falling. I had mini shorts, all like always. And I kept falling and falling. And then I saw this big snake. Mm-hmm. And like a the panthon, and it's actually on my Instagram, I think. And, oh, like uh, a boa, one of those guys. Like uh, yeah, like the big yellow panthon. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. 
yeah, and I can't, I can't do snakes. I don't touch snakes. I don't, I don't want to get near them, but I don't know why I told the guys who can I hold the snake and take a picture. Oh, so man. me and my cousin are holding a snake, like right after I ran from the cop. <laughs> and I don't remember taking that shit. So the next day I, I woke up and you know, cause I apparently they, they threw me in an Uber and in a minivan, took me to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next day and I was like, where the fuck am I? I was in a hotel. And I started showering and my whole body was just bleeding. Like oh, it hurt so no. bad. And then I woke up to see the picture of me with the pants on. I almost passed out. I was like, oh hell. No. So that Maybe was it's because it was yellow and it was like, oh, this is a welcoming color. So I'm just gonna go in and it's hang out. I remember thinking of because you know, I don't know if you ever seen an iconic picture of Britney Spears holding the snake. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, I wanna be Britney I'm Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah, never again, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Yeah, St. Patrick's Day always always end up getting me in trouble, so I'm excited for this. (laughs) I always miss St. Patrick's Day because my dad's birthday. So, like, anytime that we would want to go out, like, my my dad would... Yeah, they're like, you want to go? Oh, my mom is if I if I bring my father home drunk, (laughs) (laughs) he's got he's been I've seen him drunk two times, my wedding and my brother's wedding, and he was (laughs) both times were because of my friend Patrick, um, as a direct result, which I guess is a weird thing, but like that dude. This is oh, it's a whole other story. But yeah, yeah like it's the only time I've seen him drunk is there, and both times he was in trouble because <laughs> she had to drive. Oh, oh was... my god! Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst. Don't drink and drive. Like, yeah, my dad stopped drinking when I was like seventeen because uh-huh. and he would get crazy too. Like he would start fighting with his brothers, and it was just crazy because he's a he's a crybaby like my dad. Oh, so his gosh. brothers were fighting, and he would get in between, and then they would throw him off, and he would end up hurt and then crying. It was just a whole mess. So he just stopped drinking. Period. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sometimes it's best. sometimes it's for the best. Yeah. Oh yeah, he can't, he's not made for liquor. No, I, not everybody is. I, no. My mom, yeah, she, she's a drinker. <laughs> no, my dad. Is she? Dude, that's crazy. My mom's a drinker yeah. too. Like my dad, he'll drink every now and then, but he's not really a big drinker. But my mom, boy, she'll make like different kinds of bunches and stuff and just load them oh, up with tequila. Yeah, yeah. She that she so loves good. getting people fucked up. I blame her. Yeah, for I literally blame her for my alcoholism because it's, it's all Yeah, you always see my mom walking to the wedding scene in Yara smoking two cannon bottles, fighting her table, and I'm like, okay, well. You're like, I'm sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, when it comes to like 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 my my in-laws, like my dad, my dad doesn't really drink unless like we're we're in town. And like my brother's like, Oh yeah, I'll get an excuse to drink. Kyle's coming to town, we're gonna go drink a bunch of beer or some liquor. My dad's like I'll also jump into that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> my mom will drink one margarita. Just takes one. And mm. she's just like, I don't feel good. I think oh, you should, I want to go home. Like, I just, <laughs> you're just, you just look so nice. Like, and I'm just like, stop. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Some people just can't take You need to build that it's tolerance. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. And there's some people that just take something new and they just think they're dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. My, my friend, uh, Chelsea, the one that spe- she's featured on. Mm-hmm on craving uh-huh. uh she's a really good friend of mine too so sometimes we work out together and i gave her pre-workout for the first time she's like, and she literally texted her mom she felt like she was dying because she had pre-workout it was only five minutes after she took a pre-workout so some people are just not made to take anything yeah well yeah. It, it's so weird when you take it for the first time too because you know yeah, everything like, just, I mean, just, the shake the shakes the itches you get like that initial but yeah. it feels so good. I love when you're getting that first yeah. pump oh, into yeah. this. Like, yeah, you're running just that or anything, it just feels bomb. Yeah. 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 Totally. She didn't get that. see she didn't she didn't experience that. So she just she's like, I'm never doing that again. So like, okay. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. She's like, her mom, I think I'm doing something. 
was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, shout out Chelsea, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's probably watching. She was watching, I think. I don't know. She probably fell asleep, but she was there. Yeah, she was watching. What's it called? I will say, when it comes back to, to go back to 6th Street, 6th Street is a uh, it's a very magical place. And yeah. if you go again, yeah. I don't know if you've ever enjoyed them, but if you ever had a Long Island iced tea, I'm sure yes. you have. Yeah. So they have Long Island pitchers there, sometimes for like $10 that you can get. And you can get like two pitchers full and just, just go nuts. I've and had the it, pitchers. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> Those are dangerous. Yeah. Sweet, oh, yeah. Dangerous. And then because you don't feel them, you don't feel them until no, all. they're very sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no and there's really no alcoholic taste at the at the end at all. You're not getting any burn or anything, which is mm-hmm. it's mostly yeah. liquor. So yeah. you, try. you just don't eat it. So yeah. Until the end, yeah. you just fucked up already. Yeah. <laughs> What's called? You ever been a Nola? Just a random question. You ever got oh, Chelsea's there. Stella? Chelsea just texted me. I'm here. <laughs> she was watching. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Chelsea. She's, she said, awesome. why are you exposing me? <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It happens yeah. to the best of us. She just released a, a, an EP herself. It's, it's super, so good. She's actually working on Spanish stuff right now. Very yeah, talented. Cool. Send us the links for yeah. sure so we can also shout her out in the comments when we post, do everything in post. Oh, yeah, so that way she can yeah. have her music out there as well. well yeah, she's performing with like me. Some stuff together. Yeah, she's yeah, she performing with me on yeah, Minifest. Uh, I'm bringing her out for two songs for Craving and then we actually have a Spanish song coming up. Um, it's called Como Lloras, and it's featuring her. And uh-huh. so we're going to perform that one, too. It's probably not going to be released yet when we perform it, but it's going to be fun. So, yeah. so dude, question. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, when it comes to upcoming artists in the Houston scene, I guess we'll kind of go back into that. Um, yeah. You know there's a lot of them. But do you have any specific artists that you've seen or noticed within the scene that's basically up and coming that you would love to work with? Oh yeah, a lot. Like, I feel like uh, I'm. I have a lot of uh, people that I look up to, like in the industry. But most of the people I'm a fan of are literally like underground Houston artists. Like I listen to them like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any? Like, what's what's what like one favorite? You're like, okay, I I do. I gotta get, I gotta get a single with them at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like some my room. I have a board where I literally uh-huh. have like a list of, of songs that I'm working on, and I used to have a list full of them. So I got I scratched them off. I think CA the Don was literally top five that I had that okay. I just had to get a song with him. Um, Uncle Tino. It's okay. fucking good. So I have I've never contacted him about a song, but eventually I do want to get there. I just want to work with something that you know when you write a song and you have a song that you want to like pitch to them, mm-hmm. you just want it to be perfect. So yeah. I don't have one yet that I want to introduce to him. Um uh there's a lot. I'm a huge uh Pleva. He's from North Houston. I have a couple songs with him, so I've already got to work with him, but he's really good. So that's a lot to think of. Iris. Mm-hmm. Isaac, oh, there's a lot of good people. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you probably know everybody I'm gonna mention, but yeah, I feel like I want to get to work with so many, and I feel like I collaborate too much. And sometimes people are like, you need to start doing like most things by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just love collaborating with people because I like to bring two different sounds together. Mm-hmm. So most of my songs are collaborations, and it's not like I plan for that to happen. It just does. Mm-hmm. So, the yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, sometimes collaborations are like good though, because like I mean. When you're looking at like certain artists and stuff too, especially like somebody like let's, I'm just gonna bring an example like Odd Future. You look at Tyler the Creator and his career and the start of his career, he wasn't doing just like so like fully solo stuff. Yeah, a lot of it was like collab. I mean, he does have his own solo pieces, but a lot of those were produced by somebody. They also had like you know small little you know mm-hmm. ad libs things like that. They put it all yeah. through Odd Future. You know, if anybody from like Frank Ocean all the way to you know uh, what's it called? Why am I? It doesn't matter. What's it called? <laughs> I was scooping on his name now, but like it's one of those things. They they fully collab and they had a very successful. Yeah. He had a very successful career, 
you know, as a yeah. direct result. And that, and then he's doing his own solo stuff, but when he found his way, but it, it took, it took a while. Oh yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. But, it's, just, it's, it's really fun. Um, there's actually this artist, his name is Corey. He goes mm-hmm. by Corey does it. Mm-hmm. He just had a huge show by himself in Warehouse Live. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. He, his album just dropped and he's so fucking good. It's called so Corey Does. Is, yeah. yeah, Corey Does. He's so good. And he's, um, you know, he's getting up there more. He's like very passionate about his work. And mm-hmm. it's like his albums just hit different. It's like mm-hmm. you would never expect like the song to sound like the next. Because he's like, he raps and he sings and he's just very vibey. So he's probably the next one I want to really get to work with. I'm gonna check him out. Um, yeah, uh, I, haven't so heard of, I haven't heard of him, and I think it'd yeah. be interesting to kind of get to know. I like one thing. Like one one person, I think that you would do like a great collab with, and just this is just coming from uh, listening through like listening to some of your music and stuff. Would be like Dende. I don't know if you've if you've Dende. met. If you've I do. Yes, Dende. I do. Yeah. I think yeah. Dende, you and Dende could make something super dope together. And and like I know CA actually just did something with him, and it was also yeah. yeah. But I think, so, I think he's you, really you and them, you and you and him could make some magic happen. I thought for pretty sure. Oh, I think yeah, he's on, he's really good too. What's it called? Yeah. yeah, that guy. That guy's very. He's impressive. uber talented. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. I was also going to mention. Um, I don't know if you know this, uh, but I'll also throw this out as something. Uh, so, Danny and I are assisting with a music festival coming out in April. Uh, oh, nice. It's going to be April. I believe it's twenty third. Twenty third. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be. It's called Doge Palooza. It's all Doge themed. If you if you know the the meme cryptocurrency and stuff like that, it's a cryptocurrency themed like. Yeah. Thing. If you're ever yeah. interested, I don't know if you have any a, a concert that, but you should check out their forum at dojapalooza.com and kind of just show them something to see if you get an opportunity. Because it's mm. a, there's some pretty cool like artists that are going to be showcasing there. Uh, Chloe Flowers is a cool oh, nice. like instrumental artist who's going to be doing. You know, yeah, she's done stuff like Cardi B on the Grammys and stuff like that. Dionne yeah. Warwick, if you know like R&B, like old school yeah. R&B, she's like mm. the headliner. Uh, DJ Nomad's gonna be there. Who she oh, nice. and he's and he's done work with like Britney and Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Yeah. So it'd be some like I don't know. It's, oh, that sounds so dope. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like a very interesting concert for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna be really cool. And if you, even if you don't go as an artist, like it would be cool to like. If, oh yeah, I think you'd sure. probably enjoy fun. going. Also, it'd be the, cool to meet you in person there yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, it's cool. You guys are 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 helping with that. That's really cool. Yeah, and also um, they're actually doing a competition to get. Uh, give people local people a chance to perform on the main stage. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely go look out, uh, go check out their their page at dojepalooza.com. Dojepalooza. Yeah. It's spelled like D O L D G E. Uh, D O G E, and then P A L O O Z A. Yeah. Yeah. Dojepalooza. Okay. Yeah. Horrible spelling. Sounds like let me get that. Definitely go check that out and apply because they they're still looking for pretty cool people. Local artists. Oh, sounds fun. Sounds fun just going. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's going to be wild. They're going to have a bunch of vendors and stuff. They're going to have a bunch of breakers that are going to be there as well, doing like dance routines and stuff like that. So there's going to be all That's kinds right. of just random yeah, there, stuff happening throughout stuff the day. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a very internet centric like concert, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right now, I'm just watching a lot of dance videos. Now that you mentioned it, I'm trying to find two dancers for the show. So it's like I've been watching a lot of people just dance. Huh. Yeah. What's it called? Actually, I was like, we know some pretty good dancers. We know a few you guys are good dancers? No, uh, no, no, we, no. we know some good dancers. The guy oh, I think you said off... we, we are some good dancers. No, 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 no. I'm awful at dancing. Yeah. Ask me to, like, like, cumbias and country music. I could do that. And, <laughs> like, and, and, and the then, like, step. some town music. Like, this, just lead out. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, just two steps. It's easy. But, like, outside, I can't I can't do any of the other stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not coordinated. I, yeah, that's why I need two people to make me look good, and I'll just hide <laughs> I was like, Jar- Jarvis probably has somebody that like probably knows some pretty. Maybe. He's connected pretty pretty well. It's a guy we had on our podcast uh, 
last the last time we had a podcast. Yeah, he, Spidey he's a, Weber. He's a, Spidey Weber. He's a videographer and like producer. Um, he's done like a pretty some pretty good stuff for like some local Houston people. He's done uh, one of the CA videos as well. He's in a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's got some connects. He used to own. A, he used to do. He'd be in a jerk crew back in the oh, day. Nice. And so he's got some people that probably would would be open. I'm sure to I, get I, out there. I guess it just depends what kind of dancer you're looking for. But yeah, are you looking for more breakers? Pop, are you looking? It's like more like pop. Like someone that can do like well like. Kind of like the Spanish in a way pop thing, okay. not something crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna yeah. give. I'm gonna uh, we'll, once we end the live. Yeah. I actually, I think I know somebody you could totally contact. Oh, cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we'll talk about that after. But I think like some, I know somebody who like she dances just in her free time, but she's pretty pretty great. And specifically, it's hip hop style, like pop dancing. Like, okay. And I think she'd be right. She'd be, she would be right up your alley. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. For sure. But uh man, what time is it? It's been awesome talking to you. Yeah. I feel like we just kind of just flowed through everything. Well, I, I want to ask um, one more question before we keep going. Um, do you ever uh are you thinking about doing maybe a reggaeton more reggaeton uh music in the in the future? Yeah, so the EP is mostly reggaeton. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I'm in Spanish, that's what I meant. I guess like I think it wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. It's it's mostly reggaeton. Is yeah, like reggaeton sure. or bad Bunny? Like that perreo is the next one. I'm okay. so excited. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So right after this one, it, the, the next single after this one is uh, it's called Umo Fumo. And okay. we actually performed it live already. It was on my stories. But uh, that's the next one. And it's like a very intense like reggaeton perreo song. But it's so good. Oh, I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm really excited. And yeah. that's featuring another artist called Badass Jefferson. So he just okay. gave it that extra kick. Nice. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm yeah. excited for that. I'm going to be floating yeah. in the river just bumping that on the speaker. <laughs> I'll bump yeah, it in Louisville. Yeah, After they, I'll bump it in Louisville. Come, we'll go to oh, yeah. We're gonna be bumping that nonstop, dude. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> usually when I make a song, it's just like, okay, I know I I sang it, whatever. So you're not like mm-hmm. fangirling, but I guess like when I heard that one, I was just like, oh, I, I think I just did that, you know. So that's the first yeah. time I was like, oh shit, I think you know, it was like an alter ego came out, so it was really cool. Bet. So that's because yeah, I feel like when I get thrown, I mean, Spanish music is just more. I won't say more passionate, but it has more attitude sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I had to bring out my alter ego to get some of those songs out. So it was really fun. It was like playing yeah, a different yeah. character. That's awesome. Sick. Yeah. I think it's awesome. So so what's, what's your comes? writing process? Like getting into into the way so you it write music? And so uh sometimes if I have someone make a beat for me, I would literally cause I, I write a lot like the other day, not write, but I'm always coming out with melodies and mm-hmm. verses and it's, uh, I'm in the car, I'm in the shower. So I literally run to my phone and record it and then run back to the shower. Okay. Um, so then when I know I have a melody, all I do is I'll send someone like a melody and they create a beat for me or it's from scratch, but it's never, sometimes when I have nothing to write, I'll have to dig into my friends, like bad relationships and write <laughs> from them because I have nothing to write about. Uh-huh. So most of my songs are about like, probably like friends, not really ever okay. about me, but some somewhat i can relate to it so mm-hmm. yeah hey you gotta pull inspiration from where you can oh yeah because sometimes yeah. i have nothing going on in my life is boring so i have to dig from my friends who have like so much drama in their life to write gotcha. and i'm just making my own yeah yeah and i think that's pretty cool i yeah. mean you're, you're making your own music at the same time like you're writing it's your own story like at the same time it's just through you know it's through, it's from the eyes of other people but it's just you know it's that story that you get to tell oh yeah that makes sense re- like some Go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. That's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of like going, going with. I'm yeah. just rambling. <laughs> well, some of my songs, it's like they have a message that might sound one way to another, but to other people, to me, is different. Like, uh, yeah, afraid of the dark. Uh, I guess most people, when they hear it, it's like it's about 
this person was so bad to me that they made me afraid, but now I found myself. But in reality, mm-hmm. uh, me and the artist, we're talking about ourselves, you know, like sometimes we are a monster. Like growing up, I was my own bully. Like I would be putting myself down. I'll be like, oh, you're too big. You're too this. You can't sing like in my own mind that I became my own monster. So I made myself afraid of life because I was so insecure. So it was like, I was my monster. But in the song, it kind of sounds like I'm talking to someone else, but in reality, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. Um, and then Love Me For You, the song that I wrote with CA, I guess like, they're going to hear it and they're going to probably think like a breakup song. Like um, I'm talking to someone like, hey, you don't, I don't need you. I'll find myself another uh, relationship. But in reality, it's, it's mostly more about friends, like toxic friends or even family sometimes, mm-hmm. how you don't feel loved or they just make you feel like the outsider. So you don't really need those people in your life. So it's pretty much like, I'll love me for myself. Like you don't have to love me because you know, so it's not really about a relationship. It's mostly about like toxic family, toxic friends that you don't need. And sometimes they don't give you love. So you just have to find love on yourself to love yourself. So that's pretty much what the song's about. But the that's verses, you'll, you'll get something different. Yeah, I love yeah. that though. I, I think yeah. that's super powerful because it's something that like, mm. you don't hear that often in like, yeah. in, in music either, even though it's like something that happens very prevalently, like, like, oh yeah for sure i don't know it's one of those and things i feel like a lot like, of artists do that you just don't know yeah. you know maybe yeah. that's yeah. true they kind of push it and it sounds like something like you said it sounds like one thing but it actually means a completely different thing yeah and that's what i meant going back to like when i write music it's usually it's deep shit but in reality it sounds like bob it just sounds like something you want to dance to but in reality mm-hmm. something serious that i'm going through that i just want to dance through it i don't want to mm-hmm. like cry mm-hmm. or tip you know be deep about it yeah gotcha. yeah I- that's awesome, actually. I, I I don't know. It's it's one of those things that like, there's a bit there's a big respect there when it comes to that kind of because I know that's pretty that's pretty difficult to do. Yeah, for sure. Kind of put that out there. Some people just can't do that that way. Like when I'm sad, like I I like upbeat music, but sometimes I just want to be sad. Yeah. And, like and, you need and those I, songs. You 100% need those songs, but sometimes you don't need those songs. Then <laughs> and, like doesn't it be super toxic for you? And what you need is a song that still like has like a happy vibe, but can can then also bring out what you're actually feeling. Yeah, for sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. But once that, it looks like we might be going to a short break, really quick. Let's take a real um, quick break. Have you had dirty balls? Do they stink like fucking swamp ass? Well, you should check out Ballsy. Ballsy is a mint health and wellness. Are you okay? Keep, keep, keep doing that, read so I can cut it oh, and chop it Fuck, up I don't have that. Hold on, let me pull it up. Fuck. No, just talk about Ballsy, bro. Ballsy is great. Well, that's you got, okay, If you yeah. got swamp balls, I know it's hot outside, boys. I know it's hot outside. I know you got that swamp ass, them swamp balls, and sometimes you just want to freshen up or maybe even avoid it if you can. Especially on a hot summer day in Texas, where the heat where the heat index makes it feel 107. You know, I don't understand the whole, it, it's this, but it feels like this thing. It, it's whatever it feels like, right? But anyways, I know your ass That's is sweating, your, your gooch is stinky, and uh, we got a really badass product for you. It's called Ballsy Brand. They sell the most amazing smelling activated charcoal and pH balance ball wash that will not only get your shit clean, it'll make you feel nice and fresh and tingly. They also have the Nut Rub Solid Cologne. You know, after you wash your balls with that ball wash, you get a little bit of that solid cologne and you just give it a little it's also ph balance too so it keeps it like nice and clean yeah so you pop it a little bit on the bottom of your ball sack and wrinkle it around a little bit and boom you got great smelling balls and Mm -hmm. if you sweat a lot and i know big boys out here be chafing they sell the liquid powder uh, ball guard 
which is actually made to prevent you from chafing. Uh, it keeps also keeps your balls nice and fresh and clean feeling and dry. Ball wash. So realistically, guys, keep your balls from looking like one of those rubber things you threw at the wall that would slowly like kind of come down those little wall climbers. You know, on a hot day, if you know what I'm, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And uh, check out Ballsy. Yep. Yeah. Go check out Ballsy. Ballsy.com. Uh, and use our promo code TW15 for 15% off. Alright, and we're back. Uh, sorry about that. I, I I guess I drank a little too much before we started. I got nervous. And he had to pee. <laughs> I, I got nervous, man. I got but, nervous. But uh, I guess uh, anything, I guess before we kind of jump into it, uh, Gammy, again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you uh, for having awesome. me. Um, uh, I do. We do definitely want to get into some Instagram questions because we actually got a ton of Instagram questions mm-hmm. uh, to kind of go into. And uh, once we go through that, then we'll kind of make sure to get like all the social media, kind of talk about like when you when you want to when maybe a new single is wanted to release, and we'll mm-hmm. kind of go into that as well. But mm-hmm. let's go ahead and jump into uh, one of the first questions, Danny. What you got? All right. So at simply Mary Lou asked, "How do you stay motivated when you have writer's block?" It's hard. I think writer's block as an artist, people, only if you're an artist, you're going to understand what writer's block is. And it's so frustrating because sometimes you just have nothing to write about and you just need, you have like a timeline where you just need to get music out, but you just have nothing. So it's, it's, it's really hard. So I have to like find, I guess, like remember a time that I was like depressed or that I was happy and try my best to write about it. But I feel like it's not even about that. You don't have nothing to say. It's just that you don't know how to say it. So I don't think there's a cure for a writer's block, honestly, because people don't really ever get out of the funk until like months later. So I wish I could tell you, but I really don't. It's uh, I just try my best. Or that's when I go to another artist and just sit with them and write. And then something else will come out. We just like sit there and write and, and see songs. And, and that's when I dig into my friends things where I say that I sometimes have nothing to write about. Uh-huh. So I'll try my best to dig, dig into their relationships. And that's where that comes out. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's writer's block. I, I don't think I've ever had a, a great song come from that. It's just it's just bad. It's horrible. I hate it. Do, do you feel like the best thing to do is just write through it? And Yeah. You just have to write through it. And eventually, even if you don't use them at that point, Mm-hmm. they're going to be like months later where you're like, you know what? I actually wrote something that mm-hmm. might work for this verse or this melody. And you just dig into your archives and there's a song that you wrote when you were going through writer's block that mm-hmm. fits this. So gotcha. it's, it's still good to write through it, but you most likely won't use it, <laughs> you know, until you're out yeah. of it. <laughs> now, when you like, write a song, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, when you write a song too, do you kind of feel like, do you hear a melody in your head whenever you're writing? Like, oh, yeah. so, and, and, and when it comes to that, like, let's say the, the writing is not something that you're really like, like, let's say you do get a little bit of block and you're kind of like stuck on that. Is there any time you ever come back to it and you're like, you know what? That melody was good though. And I yes. think it can work on that melody and then always. jump from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I've never written without a melody. The melody always comes first for me, which mm-hmm. is crazy because mm-hmm. a lot of artists, that's the hardest part to write is the melody, like the chorus and the, that, that catchy part. But they're so good with verses like they can write a verse and but then they won't have a melody for it mm-hmm. but for me it's the complete opposite like I, I can write a catchy melody and i feel like that's probably like my gift or mm-hmm. i can write something that sounds so catchy like a second in a minute or i just hear a beat that someone sends me and i automatically have chorus but i cannot write a verse to save my life i have to literally sit down and actually focus mm-hmm. because the verses are the hardest parts for me but a melody i always have the melody first and then i come up with a song 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's what's it called? A very similar style to. Um, I used to write a lot of music and stuff as well. Oh, That's right. basically the kind of the same same mindset I had. I was like, I like that I could hear it in my head, but my the writing part was the hardest part for me. I could yeah, hear like the, the the actual melody in my head. And then yeah. I, I was like, okay, but I was like, my writing was trash, and that's why I stopped doing it. Same, yeah, I got better after <laughs> years, but it was horrible at first. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So I got another question. Uh. So let's say, let's do it for Oakman Dojin. Do you ever think you'll do a song with your dad at some point? Like, is there ever um, the opportunity that that may happen? At you know maybe like years down the road or something like that. If, or is it kind of something that you don't think would happen? That would be awesome. You know. Um. I feel like once I get, you know, we've sang, have we, I don't even think we sang together on stage. Cause you know, we have like birthday parties where everybody just gets on stage and sings mm-hmm. and he sang with everybody that I know, but I don't think he's ever sang with me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or he's helped me, mm-hmm. uh, I guess with like the, you know, how in Mexico they have like the first, segunda and primera voz where he's mm-hmm. higher and then I'm the deep voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did that for me, I guess like the background of it, but it would be nice to actually have like a duet with my dad, maybe later on in the year let's say if i make it one day you know but right now i don't see it happening right now just because mm-hmm. you know we're in different paths like he gotcha. his group is doing one thing and i'm doing a bit of their music but mm-hmm. i can see doing it with my brother and my sister and they're like the same route as him mm-hmm. but that's only because i guess they're more um like this era so they would understand more of my writing mm-hmm. but i feel like even though i really like an artist and they're so good if we don't connect with the song i just don't think we should do it so mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I feel like I wouldn't do a song with him right now, but maybe in the future as like a family collaborative thing and maybe have him, me, my sister, my brother, that would be really mm-hmm. dope. But well, I don't know. Super dope. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like I like that it's it's still on the table though, regardless. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, so Carrie Gons, she has a question for you. Are you still acting? Uh yes. Yeah. So I just started getting back into it. Uh, so I had the old agent that I used to have back in the day and she's getting me these like, uh, auditions here and there. So I actually just had, um, zoom audition, uh, like a week ago or two weeks ago. So that went pretty well for something that we might be shooting in August and, um, fourth word. So I'm starting to get in there, but I'm like looking more like small short films for now because the music's mm-hmm. really taking over everything. So I don't have that much nice. time. But eventually it will, yeah, for sure. So, that's, oh, that's cool. I guess we didn't really jump into that too. What was one uh what was one thing you were doing when it came to acting like before? Was there anything like that you they did you do a lot of like short films like within the Houston area or did you do anything like else it was more like showcases? It was more okay. showcases okay. and we did get to do when I was um, I was a little bigger, I did a lot of like things that I'll never tell people because they're on YouTube, like little short things we did while we were over there. Uh-huh. that you can find on youtube but i just refuse to give anybody the link because i just <laughs> i just hate the the way i look completely different i just don't mm-hmm. I, I hate seeing it myself <laughs> that's the one insecurity of me but um it was just like small like mm-hmm. short films unpaid of course because it was part of the the, the it was just a privilege for you to be on the yeah. short film back in the day mm-hmm. yeah. um so right now it, it's, it's that's what i'm trying to go back to but like actual like short films like for series and things like that auditions but Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mostly like showcases, like live showcases where you do you would perform in front of a lot of people. And it was like monologues or skits that you would do. Okay, that's mostly what mm-hmm. I would do. Yeah, and I love it. I think I don't like to like I never say like I'm good at something, but I, I think I'm a really good actor <laughs> just because I grew up watching novelas so much that I was so dramatic mm-hmm. to this day. I'm so extra <laughs> sometimes. Um, so I think I, I would be really good at that. I love acting, yeah. and I think that's why I'm good at music. I think well, not good at music, but writing music is just mm-hmm. because I always have a novella playing in my head. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and when well, it comes to like 
novellas too like there's actually like just so much coming out in that like not only in that scene but it's the spanish scene especially here in the u.s is growing like immensely it's huge i mean you have you have like and and not even just like you know like like narcos is a big one everyone Mm -hmm. everyone knows about narcos right but there's just like lots of other ones you have like and they're not even like Series, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most dramatic thing. Ever. It's dramatic, but yeah. it's classic. It is so easy to get casted on that. It's crazy. Is it? <laughs> but you would have to go to Mexico and go to Televisa and do that. But it's, it's pretty easy to get an audition there because they don't have the best actors. But yeah. I mean, I still watch it. I just, once you start it, you can stop. It's so dramatic. Yeah, th- that's yeah. true. Once you watch it's one, you're just like, okay. Let's I don't want to watch it because it's so bad. But once you start, you just can't get off. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I don't know. I've La Rosa de Guadalupe is something like. It's been around for so damn long. Too. Oh yeah, it's, it's a just, guilty pleasure. It's the fun part of it, right? Though yeah. that's the fun part of it is it's kind of silly in its own right it because is. it's but just it's true. Racket. You know, true stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they're fun stories, and they always ends up, you know, just like it, it, I don't know, if it's always a happy ending, but like no, it ends up pretty the, cool. Most yeah. yeah. not, <laughs> not always. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's a it's a pretty good one, but yeah. it, 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 like like there's just so much out there though, even for like voice acting and stuff too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think seeing... I could ever do that. Not yet. I feel like mm-hmm. um, it just it just looks so difficult. <laughs> like I don't because oh. I can do voices because I love at work. Uh, my friend Jenny, she's always like, uh, "Oh, do me, do like because uh, I imitate people. I love uh-huh. to, to imitate people." So uh, she's next. She's sitting next to me at work, and she's like, "Can you do me today? Can you do Mary? Can you do this?" So I love to imitate people. So I feel like I would be good at it just because of that. But mm-hmm. it's uh, I don't think so. Not. No. Okay. They okay. just sit hours in the booth and just like. Like you have to learn the way they move their mouth and everything uh-huh. is just. Uh, I feel well, I feel like for a singer it's a little bit easier to pick up on though, isn't it? For what? Like for a singer it's a little bit easier to pick up on on doing impressions and. Oh yeah, I think voices. so. Maybe yeah. Yeah, I guess because uh, I'm embarrassed to make Minaj do impressions. Oh really? <laughs> He's the one that got. She's so good at like mocking other people, and uh-huh. so is Ariana Grande. She's so good at just yeah. like doing other voices. Yeah. That I feel like that's when I was like, oh, I wonder if I can do that. So I started doing like random people. So I can do uh-huh. some people, but not. Not a lot of people. Okay. You know, I'm still working on it. Ariana Grande is very impressive when it comes to yeah. her like her like yeah, actual like voice yeah. acting. I, I'm, I surpri- her, I'm surprised. I have a funny story about her. I met her when I was actually in the. It was around that time for international performing arts. So she wasn't even. She was probably starting Victorious around that time. Like yeah. uh, so, she wasn't she was even in. like big yet. Yeah, she was big in well, acting. Was I guess not Broadway. big, but like I don't know for us our age, like Nickelodeon. Um, but she and did I met her because we had a the same vocal coach when she uh-huh. came to Houston. Yeah. And the first thing I, I I don't know I was addicted to like social media back in the day. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like oh can I get a picture can I get an autograph I was like can you follow me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> and she followed me on Twitter. Uh, and awesome. it was it was like all she said was like are you gonna follow me back? <laughs> so that's like the, the thing I have of her. And she was so small. I bet she's tiny. She looks so very tiny. tiny. And I'm short, so for her, well, I'm not short, but I'm short. I'm short for other men. So, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was crazy. She was so cute. Isn't that, isn't that interesting though? So, how like how quickly she blew up after Victorious. Oh, like, she deserved it. She was so talented. I mean, she was the best. She I mean, was she was famous already. Yeah. She was the only reason I watched the show because the show wasn't even that good. Yeah, yeah. But she was fam- uh, she was famous before that, wasn't she? Because she did Broadway, yeah, I think. She did Broadway. She was Annie, uh-huh. and then she did a little bit of like other things. But she was there. She did Thirteen. I think that's the one that picked her up in Broadway. Uh-huh. And then after that, like a million annoying fan. Uh, but, I do. Uh, I love Ariana Grande. Victorious, and that's when she blew up. Yeah, I, I love Ariana Grande. I, I love her too. I have yeah. no shame in saying she's like one of my biggest celebrity crushes. Oh so yeah. I, I'm kind of jealous she got to meet her. <laughs> that's super yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think I. I 
I just think that's so neat. The only person I got to meet in person uh, was Hillary Duff back in the day. Oh. I was really young, and wow. I you have no idea how much I love Hillary Duff. She's from Houston, so she she's is? the one. She's the one of the OGs. How I met How I met your father is out. And if you Bro, haven't seen, literally, it, it's no, no, so I am. Good. I'm literally there every episode. Right now, <laughs> I'm, I'm not caught up. I have almost episode three. Okay. Oh, um, I think it's every Wednesday, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I am caught up, but. Me and my wife watch it because I was a huge so Power Mother fan. I love How Me I Met Mother so much. Yeah. But I think they've just done a great job. And plus having Hillary Duff there, you get to oh. see like Josh Peck. Like you get you get I, you hate like, <laughs> I just can't watch Josh Peck seriously. Well, I can only I I've always loved Josh Peck. I've been a, I was a huge Drake and Josh fan when I was it comes a Drake to Drake fan. Well, you were a Drake fan? A little follow up right now. So but, sorry. Know, <laughs> he's, he's, I know. He's, well he's missing. Drake Campana's not doing great at the moment. Think the fifth, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? But I mean, like to be fair, you're right, John. I, I, it's hard to take him seriously when he did a comedic role for as long as he. He's really talented. Yeah. He's talented. I just can't take him seriously because I can't get Josh in my head. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched, I watched, I watched some other movie that he did. What was it? Red Dawn or something like that? Yeah, Red Dawn. Where it was a super serious role, and I just could not get through it because I, I wanted to oh, laugh every time I saw it. Such a good movie something. though. Yeah. I, which which one? Red Dawn. It's one with of the, with Josh Peck. He, he plays, oh, he's no. like a super it was, Josh, role. it was Josh Peck, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh-huh. um, and it was like North was Korea those... invading the U.S. And, yeah, and they were trying to survive. Mm-hmm. It's In actually, the original. It's a good movie. It's based, it's based on an older movie back from the eighties, mm-hmm. uh, where during the Cold War, Russia actually invades the U.S. and basically these kids go into like hiding. And when they go into hiding, they, they, they become, they create this militia group called the Wolverines and they fight mm-hmm. against like the Russians that come over there. It's, 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 it's very, I think I've seen that. I think I've it's seen very it. cheesy, very campy, but very, yeah. very entertaining. I just, I couldn't get past the, the, the fact that he was a serious role in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know. If it's, um, I don't know if you guys know Harry Styles, but Harry, well, obviously you know Harry Styles, mm-hmm. but he did uh, an army movie. Uh, he was like in war. He did. Yeah. Uh, he did. He, he was had a, like a very. He was like the bully. He was like the mean guy. So I couldn't take him seriously. But he's still like good. Yeah. Yeah. He's in um. He's in Dunkirk, right? Oh, yeah. That was that it. Yeah. He's in Dunkirk. Yeah. He's in Dunkirk. Yeah, that, he's like the mean guy on the under. Like he was being rude to the guy, telling him to go die first or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. When they're in that yeah. little that little like uh they're under a boat, right? I think. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's a pretty good movie, by the way. It's a, it's yeah. a really good movie. Yeah, I remember How I Met Your Mother. I would only watch it because I love Dallas and Hannigan. And then Britney Spears had like a huge role on How I Met Your Mother. Like she would always come back. Yeah. That's the only reason mm-hmm. to watch it. Dude, not to mention, like, I don't know. Now it's, now it's super relevant. But Cobra Kai, when it came out, like, so you'd get to see, because like Neil Patrick Harris, he always had this belief, like Barney, that the Karate Kid, like that whole thing, that he was actually the bad guy of the film. And yeah. Johnny was the good guy. And now I think they, they talked about how it potentially sparked Cobra Kai in coming back wow. because he had so many roles in that. That's yeah. why I also was like, I, I had a, I had a bigger appreciation for that. Cause I was like, that's so cool. Cause the thought process is Johnny actually is the good guy at the end of the, in, in the story. And not that, yeah. not that, uh, yeah. what's it called? The, I don't know if you've seen the Karate Kid. This awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Great film. But, and Cobra Kai is amazing too. If you don't watch Cobra Kai, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big on like the, like karate or, or I don't know if that's not karate, but like fighting movies. Uh-huh. I'm really boring when it comes to movies so like action and stuff like that probably I'm more into like horror and like funny movies okay I I, was yeah. like, I do have a recommendation if you're into horror you should watch the TV show if you haven't seen the Scream TV show because I know you like Scream 
I did because of Kiki the, Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you seen the ones before that? Because Kiki Palmer's awesome. That's actually a good series, a good season. Yeah. But have you seen oh, the yeah. two two seasons before that season? Yeah, because the first one was where Bella Thorne was the first one to die. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah Oh yeah, I'm a huge screen fan. I was I was not gonna miss the series. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, uh, Slasher's so. also amazing. Um, you know what? One <clears throat> one slasher movie I can't get over is um the fucking clown movie. Oh my god. It? No. Or no, are you no, talking no, about no. Terrifier? Oh, bro, I can't I can't I can't finish that movie. Terrifier is really gory. There's there's one. Have you, have you seen them? Is it? Is it? You talking about the? You talking about that scene? You I cannot get past that scene. Yeah. That's when I turned it yeah. off. I was like, I yeah. can't do this. How did you know what I was talking about? It's, it's, it's the it. worst scene in the film. It's Literally, a, after that, shut it down. I never went back. And I know the second one or third one came out. No, uh-huh. no I'm not watching that. It's a, and it, the thing is, it's because it's it's one of those movies where you have a really good, you have a really good like character. Like, and he's he's honestly Art the Clown, mm-hmm. like has put himself in horror in a way that other people haven't in a long time. But the movie itself is awful. He needs to keep that because I just can't know. That's worse yeah. than Saul. Yeah. It was pretty rough. I don't know yeah. if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it, Danny, but it's, I, I saw you should like watch it. It's, it's, worth, it's worth checking it. out. It's don't watch movie. it, Danny. Don't it's not good. It's I not good. The first but it's 15 good. minutes of it, and I was like, it's oh, good, it's bo- but it's not good. Yeah. yeah, no, it's super gory, but it just didn't catch my attention. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those movies that you can't, like, it, it's, it's, one, it's like the acting is awful. Yeah. The acting is awful, too, apart from the goriness. Yeah, and it's super gory, but it's one of those films that you gotta watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's it called? I'm trying to think of another really like sla- the TV show Slasher is great though. Before we go into mm-hmm. it, uh, highly recommend it. First two seasons because it's an anthology series, so the seasons okay. are separate from the actual rest of the story. Don't watch the third season; you don't need to. It's not important. It didn't. It, it does not exist in my eyes. Uh, but the second season is the best one. It takes place in a commune, basically in the woods of Colorado, at the top of like a mountaintop, and uh, basically some shit goes awry and people start dying. Uh, and it's awesome. It takes place in the winter time. Have awesome. you seen the new uh, zombie movie? Uh, we're all dead. Somewhere all dead. No, me and my wife are gonna watch that soon. We're we're getting ready to start it. It's good. I got into it like way deeper, mm-hmm. but I I it, it's once you start it, it's like oh shit, it's actually because I don't like zombie movies. I'm yeah. not really into them, but that shit was thick. There's an yeah. anime called High School of the Dead. It's not, it's because this is based on a Korean show, but there's an anime called High School of the Dead. It's pretty similar. It's basically yeah. a bunch of people go to high school and then they have to survive a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how Korean lots, movies and time. shows are all so big right now. Yeah, they're oh, blowing Squid, up everywhere. Squid Games is awesome. Train to Busan is one of the greatest of all time. If you've never, if you, I know you don't like zombie movies, you think you said, but if you haven't seen Train to Busan. Oh, yeah, I did that. Because that's with so the, the family. Yeah, I did. That's, that's not, that shit was depressing as hell. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's yeah, so good. good. But it's I wouldn't intense. watch it again. It's like the boys in the striped pajamas. You know how you can only watch them once, but you yeah. can't watch it again. Yeah. yeah. It's like The Pianist. I don't know if you've yeah, seen that show, too. It's another yeah. good one. No, it's like but so beautiful. It. But it's, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. I recommend watching it if you haven't seen it. And then after that, I would watch it again. It's going to <laughs> depress you. Um, okay, so I think we have a couple more questions. I know we have a lot more, but I know we yeah. probably have a, a time for a couple more questions. Um so let's see what we got here. I got one. I got uh, one. I got one. All right. All From right, all right. Uh, Juan Paco Pico de Gallo on Instagram. He asked, who is one artist you wish to work with? Like, it could be anybody. Oh, my God. Um, Living your... or dead? Yeah. Damn. Um, I'm not prepared for this shit. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've always knew I was gonna get asked this question, and I'm never ready because it always changes. But mm-hmm. uh, well, currently, 
Damn. Uh, I'm a huge Justin Bieber fan. Like you, okay. Justin Bieber, his new music. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I would, I'd probably say Justin Bieber. Okay. Uh, just, I like that. I like that. I, I, I'm yeah. a fan of his new stuff. I like that song. That where purpose he album. This album is so fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's dope. His new music there's is a, really good. There's a yeah. lot of Justin Bieber's got some some serious talent. He always has had talent. Yeah, yeah he I was think a freak. But um, now yeah. I just I I always been a fan. Whether even though he was you know when he was in his worst, mm-hmm. I was always defending him. I was like, leave him alone. He's going through it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he's so leave talented. Brittany but... alone. Yeah, that's what I was just... alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to say so many others, but um That's a good choice though. Like just I think, I mean, that's a great collab though. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean you know, I can say like all my songwriters, like Bazi, but all of these people, like oh my god, Pink. Oh, I'm a huge Pink fan. Pink, really? That would be fucking dope. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> See, I was a big fan of Pink, like when she was doing like let's get this party started. Like, I'm coming. That's when I think of Pink, that's what I think of. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Immediately. That's like my goes. I'm like, yes, let's let's fucking go. Let's party. Yeah. It's gonna be badass. Hell <laughs> that's yeah. a really question. It's a lot of I don't think because I'm 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 like full of I'm all about collaboration, so I feel like I'm always like, damn, if Nick, oh, Nicki Minaj, that's it. That's my answer. Nicki? Like, I once I have that, I want to have a Nicki Minaj verse in one of my songs, that's how I know I made it. Whether it's a flop Bro, or not. That would be that's wild. That's why I'll be happy. Yeah. Nicki would be dope. That okay. would be wild, yeah. From Carrie Gons, Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera? Britney Spears. Okay. I love them both, but yeah, it's just, that was quick. <laughs> yeah, Britney Spears. I, I'm my sister's a huge Christina Aguilera, <clears throat> Aguilera fan, uh-huh. and I'm Britney, so I was always like, no, you can't, because I mean, what? Of course, you can't compare Christina Aguilera's voice to anybody. I feel like she has one yeah. of the best voices, but I'm all about people's actions and the way people treat other people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Britney Spears was always like just humble to everybody. And she's, you know, she's known as one of like the nicest people. And I feel like she always treated people with respect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe that's why she was always more successful than Christina when it came to music. And all, you know, I, just the hits, you can't compare Britney Spears' hits to Christina's hits. There's yeah. too many. It's yeah. also exactly why Mariah is not in the conversation at all. Right. That's why, you know, because I'm okay with some divas, you know, but I feel like yeah. that's the reason. I feel like she'd be more of like on the Beyonce status for being iconic if she was nicer to people. Yeah, yeah. Liz Beyonce I, is apparently very nice. Like, yeah, I, that, that's, that's what you what, hear yeah. at least. You hear that yeah. she's a very nice, humble person. Yeah, you don't hear that she's, about she's still relevant. You know, she's never ticked people off or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so she's not a conversation for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I figured that's what it was. I was like, because Mariah Carey is um, also an amazing artist, but just yeah, every she's she just a mean, nice. a mean person. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's a very important thing. Like when they're just nasty people, like oh, it really yeah. takes away from the music at that point because it's not important. Like, you yeah. know, it's one of those things. And I don't know. Like once you start to like that, it's at, at how I met your mother. The fucking hypothetical glass. You know, what I'm talking about the glass break. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens whenever you hear that. You're just like. Phew. Okay. Yeah. You're a terrible sure. person now. Oh, Your music yeah, does yeah. not hit the same at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah, for sure at all. Because I was I was a big Mariah Carey fan because of my sister. Like I grew up with mm-hmm. Hero and all these songs. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized I was like, oh, that's what she treats people. I was like, okay. So I stopped listening to her for a little bit, and as well, like, you know, the whole Chris Brown scandals and everything, and just kind of mm-hmm. like when you know people aren't so nice, you kind of stop listening because, you know, I don't want to yeah. be associated with like rude people. I don't like rude people here. Money mm-hmm. doesn't change you, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Also, shout out to our Tejano queen, Selena Quintanilla, oh. because apparently she was just an amazing person, and we never got to hear that f- full, full English EP. And oh my God. Uh, yeah. that would have been. Have you amazing. listened to her her English album though? 
I've I've listened to some of her English album, oh, mostly oh, the Spanish stuff. Because like, she, she has a, they released the full album. Did they release they it? So I, fucking good. Yeah, it's like twenty songs, and it's what, uh, really? it was her last. I know she had like a lot of stuff, like mm-hmm. Dreaming yeah, of it's you. called Dreaming of You, and it, the album I, itself. I, I was like, I know Dreaming of You. That's an amazing song. You need to listen to Missing My Baby. That's my favorite uh, Selena song. Oh, it's from okay. that English album. So Dude, I'm gonna go listen to that. Once all, we're done. It, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get back to that because I didn't actually know that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Know oh yeah, they released it. As somebody who really enjoys like like Selena, and I I love her Spanish music. I like, love. I grew, her. Up, yeah. I grew up on like Tano yeah. music, so it's like she was a big name in the household. Like when I was. Oh growing yeah, up. it still is crazy because all the kids, like my kids, they're my kids' kids, they're all gonna know who Selena yeah. is because yeah. she just gets bigger and bigger. Well, so and then AB had his uh, whole thing too with Columbia Kings, and like he kind of did his own thing, but at the same time, yeah, it was it was still very relevant. Yeah. And like that By... style has like music changed. I've met the family in one way or another because mm-hmm. uh, I guess, you know, because my dad, of course, and he would tell me these things about other people, you know, it's like he said, she said type of thing in mm-hmm. this community. So, uh, and then you hear as well, this is like, you know, all rumors, of course, but he, they didn't have like the Beyonce's family, they didn't have the best relationship with Selena's family because mm-hmm. they were Selena, as she was a beautiful person, but her family was not like her. It's not like her, you know, no. very grimy people. Like it was mm-hmm. just, Completely different atmosphere if if you meet them versus if you meet her, just completely different. From what I've heard, and this is just you know hearsay, right? But I've actually heard that um, the TV show that came out recently was a little more accurate in terms of yeah, like how the how, the, how the father was, yeah, and how like her sisters and her brother, because her sister was nice but a little bit jealous, right? And mm-hmm. then her brother always kind of like uh, AV AV is just AV, right? He was just very opinionated and, and yeah. kind of kind of was a jerk because he wanted to get to certain places but i like even though people dislike that for whatever is i don't understand i think i think the series was great uh, and i think the acting was really good i think they did a really good job but uh overall i think they, it's they better than what people talks. really people really um on their dirt, but i thought it was pretty yeah. good i, I, yeah. I thought it, it was, was one really of the most good. accurate depictions yeah. of like of her father like that i've seen yeah. at least through yeah. like the stories that i've heard yeah for sure and the mom too you got to see more of her so that was really cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's been side note. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, um, I know sure. we're kind of getting late. I think my my wife is probably like wondering where I am. All right, let, let's get into the last game. It's called this or yeah. that. It's super yeah. quick, uh, a rapid fire questions. You okay. answer this oh. or that. All right. We love this stuff. All right. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> so the first one is hot or cold. Hot. Hot. Okay. Uh, the next one is chocolate or vanilla. Chocolate. Chocolate, okay. Uh, pop or or R and B. Pop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, TikTok or Instagram. Oh, <laughs> uh, Instagram. Instagram. What's your go-to? All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's do beef or chicken. I'm vegan. I'm vegetarian. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Chicken. <laughs> if you told us this, he told us this. He okay. eats fish. I was like, okay, <laughs> shellfish or regular fish like do you like a seafood boil or do you like a uh like a fried fish uh really like grilled i guess boiled yeah grilled. Okay. okay 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 i fixed it <laughs> <laughs> you, done fucked that I was like, you told us that, that the was the of. first thing he told us he's like oh, I'm <laughs> L's, f's in the chat y'all f's in the chat just put it come on Kyle. come on f's in the chat l um what do you call it okay <laughs> winter or fall fall nice Okay. Okay. Um, let me think. Uh, I got one. Morning or night? Nights. I hate the mornings. Oh God, no! I'm a completely different person. That's Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay. Same. I hate mornings. Let's do. Let's see your coke. Oh, Coke for sure. Coke, yeah. Pepsi, I'm going with Pepsi. Well, it depends. You, you it would depends. do, you would do good in Kentucky. It, it KFC. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it depends. In the U.S., Pepsi. In Mexico, Coke. You, Coke, it, yeah. you can't go any other way. Oh, you can't remember sweet how sweet like that cane sugar Coke is. So yeah. That's hard to beat. Yeah. Um, let me think. What you got? Hmm. What you got? Gummy bears. Or sour gummy worms. Oh shit! Um, I'm, I love sour candy, so sour bears. <laughs> I'm gonna go with okay. sour. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, sour, sour. Okay, you can combine them. I like it. I love yeah. sour bears. I, I love any yeah. kind of sour gummies or anything. Yeah. That's my, my go-to. Yeah. Those have you ever, remember the the green skittles? I don't even think they sell them that much anymore. Yeah. Those oh, are my favorite. Remember, do you remember yeah. sour starburst? Oh, yeah. those were good. Yeah. yeah, those were those were killer. They got discontinued so fast, but like, yeah. the raspberry yeah. one was so delicious. There's like the green uh, Doritos, the jalapeno Doritos on every year. Remember yeah, those? Yeah, those were good, bro. They stopped yeah. selling those. Those are my favorite. They did. Mm-hmm. Well, they stopped selling a lot of things recently. I was a big fan of the hot funyuns. You can't find them anywhere anymore. Oh, I always eat hot funyuns. That was how more I work. <laughs> I'm very happy because I I like we have like an I have one of my favorite chips of all time is sabritones. And like we have them like readily available here in Kentucky, so I get that every time I go to the gas that's station, good. we got sabritas. Like, just ready to go. That's one thing that's for sure consistent. Anywhere you go, you can find them. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, mm. a little bit because I like that lime. I like that sour, but I like chile a lot too. Yeah. Like yeah. one of my favorite like candies when I was growing up was the the watermelon lollipops with the chile on them. Yes, to this day, yeah. So the, hard to the, we have the a, corn ones. They were like the corn ones. Yeah. Hell yeah, we have a couple of them like from Mexico that we have. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to munch on those. Dude, like, I had one for the first time that was gummy. Have you ever had those? No. They're like the same ones, but they're gummy. I, mean, I don't like those. No. They don't hit the same for me. I mean, they don't hit the same, but they they were pretty good. I tried a mango one. I was like, oh. I eat the chile, but then I throw away the gum. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, question: Veg- vegetarian, but do you drink milk and or do cheese, butter, and all kind of stuff? So I'm actually pescatarian. pescatarian. Uh, so pretty much, yeah, I'm not. So, I don't solely. I so solely fish. Yeah. So I eat anything like uh dairy, anything. It's just like if you were a vegetarian, mm-hmm. you just add fish. Okay. okay so <laughs> yeah. dairy and stuff too is okay. Well, so yeah. I was going to ask, do you like, you know, like if you're going to choose ice creams, like childhood ice creams, do you do the SpongeBob one or are you going to go Ninja Turtle? Neither. My favorite one was the, um, the, the rabbit. What's his name? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. 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 Oh, Bunny. Bunny. Oh, Bunny. Do you, okay. do you remember the wrestling ones? The, the WWE ones. Let me get that. Oh yeah, the chocolate ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shots. Remember the shots? <laughs> Bro, those are my favorite. They don't sell them anymore. It pisses me off. They have like the, the ones in the mall, but they don't taste. They're not the same. Yeah. Damn. By the way, Kyle, you done fucked up three times already. He told us he was pescatarian. Mean, like three different yeah. times. <laughs> and he's I, well, still fucking up. Well, because I was it's wondering, because okay. I was vegetarian, because yeah. I'm like, no, pescatarian. I know he eats fish. Like, <laughs> Something with fish. I just say, like, I just don't eat meat or chicken. That's what I would say. I never say what like, Omega threes. Omega threes. How, how do you feel being pescatarian? Like, do you feel healthier? Because I've tried it one time, and that was like the healthiest I ever got was just eating fish all the time. Um. Yeah, and I just don't miss meat or chicken, so that's good. You okay. know, because I was a very, I wasn't really much on steak. Mm-hmm. I was more like a chicken person, like chicken nuggets, this and that. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I was, yeah, I don't miss it. I have fish tacos for instead of fajitas, so it's mm-hmm. like it's fine. I miss those street tacos, but it's fine. Yeah. I'll live with it. 
Okay. Eventually, I'll, maybe good. I'll go back once. But I had um, I went to Paris and I had the vegan steak. Mm-hmm. That shit was bomb. Vegan. What does it taste like? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's why I told people like, what does it taste like? I'm like, it kind of tastes like chicken nuggets, but I don't really? know. It, it's it's plant based, so. Chicken nuggets is one of the few things that you can get 100% right. Like with yeah, with if you fucking love me, just doing something like, wrong. They taste exactly the same. Like there's no difference. Yeah. What do you call it? Um, I do have a recommendation. Uh, you probably you may I don't know if you've been here or not, but it's near Willowbrook. There's a spot that we like to go to, and if you like to, go, I don't know if you like to go out and like, like dance with like with like anything like that. But there's a place called uh, Vida Mariscos, and they they moved one over near Richmond, but the other one's near Willowbrook Mall. Mm-hmm. Great, great spot. The seafood okay. also is bomb. They have this mango fish that is just What's like it killer. It's called Vida, Maris- Vida Mariscos. Vida Mariscos? Yeah. Vida it's killer though. It's yeah. it's super delicious. I highly recommend it. Like really yeah, good seafood spot. But they do like live music and stuff too. So they'll have like a banda playing and stuff like that. And it's, it's oh, fire. Cool. It's a fun time to go bring friends and stuff like that. And the mm-hmm. beer, the beer's flowing. It's, it's a good time. Oh yeah, I'm excited. That sounds fun. Dude, that sounds oh, yeah. like a blast. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you too, Danny, because I'm, right. I'm sure you probably haven't seen that either. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll go with Danny. It. Yeah, there we go. We'll go hang out together. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. We'll, we'll, um, we'll FaceTime you when we're shit face drunk and try to find out. <laughs> <That'd be fun. laughs> we just got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> we just got kicked out. We're not allowed back. <laughs> yeah, but Danny got the bill. Hey, if it's twelve hundred, damn running. <laughs> Dude, I I'm wanted listening. to cry so bad when I got that bill. I day. would cry. <laughs> shit, no. I was like, fuck. That's oh, yeah. when I'm using my dad's contacts. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> I need hey, you now. <laughs> you re- do you remember when I said I I didn't need you? I I might need you right right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I said I, I got it all by myself, but right now it's the time. It's the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I lied at this point. I lied. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, that was uh, rough, dude. <laughs> Never doing that again. I promise you that. Same. Yeah, I learned my done. lesson. No, well, it's uh, been a ple- it's been a pleasure, Gammy. We're really oh, looking same. forward Thank to you. seeing. We're really looking forward to hearing your EP drop. Uh, yes. When it does drop, please let us know, like uh, maybe a couple days before, so we can start to shout it out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, Thank you. Thank you. But before we close out the show, um, what what what's where do, where can people find you? What's the best place to look for you on social media? So all my usernames are the same. So Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Apple, everything. Gammy gone. So G A M M Y G O N Z Z. Just okay. get guns anywhere, so pretty easy. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Well, I need to follow you on Twitter too, because I, I think I, I think I'm pretty sure you're on Twitter. I was trying to like see you. But... Well, I'll find y'all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll come find you. I have like a minute NFT profile picture, so don't be alarmed. I'm, like I'm really, I'm so really very slow. Crypto so it's very slow now, but I mean, I use it here and there. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. always on Twitter. I am. Nah, I like Instagram the best, man. Out of all of them. Me too. I, I used to love Instagram. I, I was like, Instagram. if you look at my actual, I had like, I have like thousands of pictures on my Instagram. Jesus I've been using it a while, like for <laughs> random pictures. Uh-huh. It's because I got fat, <laughs> to, to be honest. <laughs> but I'd say it's a lot of pictures of my dog uh-huh. and my art, stuff like that. Nice. Okay. But what do you call I'll it? I'll find yes. you after this. Again, mm-hmm. thank you for, for coming. Yeah, it was aw- honestly you, awesome talking to you. Um, thank you I so hope, much. Uh, I hope to continue to see success in your music. Thank yeah, you. Thank sure. you. Thank you. It was nice meeting you for sure. Same. Yeah. And we'll we'll, go, we'll hang contact, out when we're in town. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. April, I'll be there at the show. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Don't find us. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. No, yeah. yeah, we'll keep in touch. We'll be looking out for all your all your new projects. Um, Whenever you, you got something releasing, let us know. We'll, we'll push it. 
You ever want to come yes. back on the show and just bullshit with? Oh them? yes, I'm driving me. I'm here welcome. anytime. That was really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. We can so all, we can also just come on and shoot the shit. Talk about random shit. If there's something <laughs> going on that you really want to talk about, or you're like, I'm pissed off at this specific scenario, oh. I want to talk about it. Like, hit us yeah. up anytime. Oh, like, easy. Yes, I'm mad every day, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, our doors are open to you. We, we appreciate you for coming on. We appreciate every, everyone that watched on our first Twitch stream. Uh, also, Gammy, thank you for being our first twi- live Twitch stream. Like, this was our first live show. I think it went perfect. So, appreciate yeah. you yeah, for, for sure. that. Is it, by any chance, this question, is it going to be uh, downloaded anywhere? Just that anybody can see it? Yeah, so yes. uh, it'll probably be next week. We'll release it on YouTube, and we'll cut clips and put them on, on uh, social medias. We'll we'll send you we'll send you a link or something that way we can. Oh, okay, awesome, cool, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. also gonna do. Uh, we'll probably do audio as well. Audio yeah, audio drops this Thursday, so we'll have yeah. audio podcast this Thursday on Spotify, and then oh, audio okay, will cool. be next. Yeah, is it yeah. pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts? So it's Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google. Okay, Play. yeah, because I listen to you guys on Spotify, so I should yeah. find yeah. it. Yeah, okay. so any anywhere like that, that's where we're. I heart radio there. everywhere. We're, we're we are cool. in I heart radio. It's yeah. pretty cool. Awesome. We didn't know that until we saw the Doge Palooza interview. We did. We're like, oh shit, we're in I heart radio. <laughs> nice. Pretty yeah, cool. So, so we're everywhere. Awesome. Again, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you. Thank you, for, thank you. Thank you for everyone watching. Thank you for everyone listening. Thank you, uh, Chris and Alan, for producing this for us and being our yes. Twitch producers. We very much appreciate it. We appreciate everyone that got on the live stream. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Audio will drop Thursday, and next Thursday we'll have video, and we'll have clips on all sorts of stuff on our all our social medias. Um, again, thank you, Gammy, for for follow, for coming yeah. on and following us. And please go follow Gammy, follow us. I'm at Danny at, at Danny underscore G nine five one. Kyle is at. You, the, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me at it's that guy Kyle pretty much anywhere. Um, I'm usually it's that guy Kyle. Yeah, and you can find all our social media stuff at the Weekly D Pod. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This was fun. Peace. <laughs>
Fuck it. 